Inside the Topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love lesbians. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hey, might be a technically difficult show tonight. Yeah, you're on Wi-Fi and I'm... uh, you know, handling handling the uh, the debate simultaneously is giving my computer a run for its processing money. So we'll see how this goes. But we did it before. Nonetheless, the Colin show will carry on with all the duct tape that it usually has. Why are you Why are you grimacing? I just I just have a bad feeling. Oh well, it's the Colin show, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, the we are mid night two of the second round of democratic debates so we will check in with whatever the debaters are saying if there's something crazy going on the chat can let us know or we'll i'll try to keep an eye on it down on cory booker's crazy eyes down there did you watch last night i did yeah how was it uh it was kind of interesting the the crazies went crazy and there were more moderate voices on the stage including montana governor steve bullock uh congressman john delaney pushing back on their insanity about free everything and open borders so there really was more of a kind of rival factions this time. I don't Good. know if that's what's going on tonight because I haven't been able to pay attention tonight. But we will uh, Biden check- v Kamala tonight, right? Yeah, and Cor- I'm, I see Biden and Cory Booker going at it right now. Anyway, um, we'll check in about every. Uh, we'll check in during our super chat breaks on the uh, on the debate. See what they're saying. In addition to if, if anything comes up in the meantime, but uh, of course, this is the call in show. If you're new to the show, there is a link uh, to join the server on which we host the show. That's in the video description. Hop in that discord server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first come first serve basis, hang out in the waiting room. In the meantime, we get to as many people as we can. Try to keep your call to two or three minutes as a gesture of courtesy to your fellow callers. We'll take super chat and Streamlabs breaks every half hour. And uh, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live, we do a last segment of, uh, of emails at the end of the show. So send an email to beautyandthebeta.gmail.com. Put call and show question in the subject line. And if you do, since we have, a, we have plenty of email questions tonight, keep it to a tweet's length or less. Much appreciated. You hear that? Yeah. We've been threatening for a long time, but we never follow through on the threats. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's all we got. So let's hop into the, uh, into the callers and, uh, Raggle Fraggle's up first. Raggle Fraggle, you're good to go. Let me set Uh-oh. my camera. Uh, here we go. This is, this is not, uh, this is, this is bad. <laughs> what, what's bad? Is it me? Hold on. It's sending my audio output from Discord to the wrong thing. Can you hear Raggle Fraggle all I right? I can. Yeah. Raggle, if you can hear me, hang tight for just a second. See, I just had a Windows update. And then, of course, whenever Windows does an update, they decide to screw your whole system. So what it's doing is it's sending Discord's audio to the wrong output. So let's see if we can get that fixed. Okay, uh, Regal, can you try again? Hey, can you hear me now? Yeah, sorry hey. about that. Thank you, Microsoft, for your wonderful updates. They really improved my computer function. <laughs> <laughs> but we get through it. 
All right. Okay. So, quick shout out to uh, the Baton Rouge meetup crew. Uh, the B. Mm-hmm. Uh, hybrid hero Lindsay and Lauren, the twins, uh, Alexander and his wife, who is uh, 11 weeks pregnant. So congrats to them. And oh, uh, oh Miss Sherry. Yeah, I can't forget Miss Sherry. Um, but what's going on with you guys? Y'all saw uh, last night's debate. I didn't really want to watch it. I, I it was it. too I long, man. This thing was like two and a half hours long. What Was it really? Oh, shit. Well, that included commercials, so... Oh, you know, okay. not that long if you skipped them. But yeah, I, overall, it was too long. What was the TLDR? I should have watched it, but <laughs> I had other engagements. Um, if you want, we can talk about uh, NFA. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, we went quiet for a second. We can talk about NFA stuff since that seems to dominate our uh, DMs lately. Uh, if you want. Um, yeah, gun stuff. You down blonde or you want to talk to me? Oh, it's fine. It's gun stuff. Whatever you want, man. Uh, well, I you, I just told you that uh, I got my Form 1 approved. I'm waiting for the stamp to come in the mail, so that'll be awesome when it does. How long but, did that uh, process take? Uh, 371 days. Oh. So mm-hmm. I've, I'm obviously waiting on mine. Are you telling me they – did you call them, or do you get a notification before they send you the stamp? Oh, no, I called them in. Ah, I see. So you call in with your, uh, your serial number for your item and uh, any information they may need. So if it's yeah. an individual, you just give them your name. If it's under a trust, you give them the trust and the transferee for uh, Form 4s. Yeah, which I'm bummed because my cash got ch- or my check got cashed on January 7th. Mm-hmm. And, and according to average wait times... You've got six you more should, months. You should have... It should be coming in any day. But if, if uh, Raglefraggle's time is any indicator, I could have a year to go. So I guess I better call the ATF. I do have the number. I just don't care to call the <laughs> ATF. Why would I want to sit and wait for yeah. them? They're not going to yeah. hurry any faster. Um, well, times were getting better from what I've been told. And like I said, I did have to resubmit because of uh, small errors I had to correct. So hmm. that and the shutdown delayed it probably by about a month or more. Well, thank God for all this common sense regulation. No one could possibly build an SBR and go commit a crime with right. it if, they, if it weren't for this common sense permission slip from the government. Mm-hmm. How many crimes have been stopped? We'll never know. Yeah, it's well worth the tax money. I, I'm getting a good deal. Yeah. Mm. No murders you know, in you, Chicago this you know year. The, you know the heard? stupidest thing about this blonde, too, and to people who aren't as familiar. So this is what we're talking about is like the ex- basically a, a, a ultra expanded background check to get special guns like short barrel rifles or short barrel shotguns or silencers. It, it's not exactly the same, but basically the same. Um, uh, but the, the crazy thing about it is like if I want to buy a suppressor soon, which I've been kind of mulling over for a long time, but I haven't done yet. I'll get this permission slip back to have a short barreled rifle. If I want to buy a suppressor, they don't just go look at my name on a list and say, Oh yeah, that's Matt. He's clear. We did a significant background check on him. They do the whole thing over again. Ugh. You gotta wait a year <laughs> for that too. Yeah. Bizarre. Efficiency. That's why I keep telling you, get on top of it. Order a suppressor now. I don't care if you like it or not. I want a 22 suppressor. And you know what's showing up in the shops around here that's really cool is the silencer shop kiosks. You've seen those? Yeah, I have seen them. They're cool. I haven't used them. Are they little pop-up? Are they in gun gun stores, this little pop-up kiosk? Yeah, because to get a suppressor, you have to submit your fingerprints and your picture and all that. Right, right. But So what you do is you go into the silencershop.com, which is like a Walmart of silencers. 
You buy what you want, you pay for the tax stamp, then you go to their kiosk and the kiosk actually takes your fingerprints and then you submit a photo oh. with their app. So they've kind of streamlined it as much as it could be streamlined. They do right. all the paperwork and, and stuff. And then it still takes you a year. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. you sit around twiddling your thumbs, becoming a skeleton for a goddamn year <laughs> until one day from your rocking chair, you can shoot your 22 <laughs> suppressor and sh at, at soda cans. Okay, to That's bring fine. in a little nuance, they shut down e-forms for a long time. They just brought them back... I think in like February or March of this year. Yeah. So they are getting turned around as fast as 21 days. Good. Well, I should do that then, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to let you go. But if I do a gun of the week, my computer's going to explode. So I don't know. That I can, I can do yeah. What is it about opening? All right. Well, you can do it quick. But yeah, if I open more tabs on mine, it's probably going to blow up too, unfortunately. So you just have to tell me about it. Okay. So this one is the LAR Grizzly pistol. Okay. Is it for Grizzlies or is it just named after them? Possibly. So mm. this this was in, uh, this was invented, designed, engineered, and developed by one Perry Arnett. And basically, it's a 1911 that's souped up for Magnum cartridges, and you can mm. change them out. So it's been modified for 357 Magnum, 10 millimeter, 44 Magnum, 45 Winchester Magnum, and the all around. 50 action express hmm yeah cool just to name a few so all right check it out well, thanks man see you later. later see ya uh kyle the blind musician who's up next hey kyle hey matt and blonde how are you doing good you how are you right. what's on your mind uh so i mean matt you already know why i'm calling but uh blonde uh, sure i was emailing Matt and so trying to figure out exactly how it is I can tell my story and how I went blind. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm going to tell the kind of like historical aspect of it. Oh God, it's such a huge issue when I say it out loud. <laughs> um, but kind Sorry, of like I'm more... opening the sounders. I accidentally played. <laughs> Keep going. I'm ruining your moment. Did you just accidentally play the niggardly sound? No, I opened it up because oh, I so forgot. Weird. And he's being all—he's being sincere, and then all of a sudden, da 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 da. I just want—that was poorly timed of me. Continue. Um, so, I'm going to tell basically like what kind of factually happened, and then I guess next time I call and hopefully next week I'll kind of go into the more emotional impact it had on me. Okay. So, when I was born there wasn't really any signs of, you know, me having any visual issues. Like, you know, I was like any other kid, you know, at school, I played video games, I played sports. At worst, I seemed just really uncoordinated. Mm -hmm. But when I was about eight years old, I went in for my physical and I was doing my eye exam. And the nurse noticed that when she was checking my right eye, I was peeking through my fingers with, uh, with my left eye and cheating. Mm, and so, okay. So, you know, she made sure my eye was covered. And then when she did that, I couldn't get the thing. So she's like, okay, that's really weird. And so she referred me to an optometrist who then referred me to an ophthalmologist. And so the ophthalmologist who I went to see, um, she's one of the best ophthalmologists in like, uh, I think the world actually. Um, so she looked, she looked at me, she's like, yeah, he has an eye condition, I think. And my parents hmm. like, well, what eye condition? It's like, it's called fever. So um, it's an acronym. Uh, it stands for F-E-V-R, Familial Exudative Vitro Retinopathy. So it's hereditary? Uh, yes, but that's actually something I think I like too. <laughs> so, okay. so it's a genetic dis uh, disorder that basically causes the blood vessels in the retina 
to grow improperly. And so oftentimes they'll secrete, you know, vitreal fluid, which is the fluid that keeps your eye, you know, with this consistency. And so that would go under my retina and detach and and that can cause blindness in one or Hmm. both eyes. The thing that's confusing is, is that that's normally hereditary disease, but neither my mom nor my dad has it in their genes, nor do any of my siblings. Interesting. So by what my doctor could guess, she's like, I think he mutated the gene on his own. Um, what does that and, even mean? Like, you, on like your own. So, so something chromosomally happened when I was being, you know, in, you know, in utero. And oh. so I, I, my genes manipulated themselves somehow. Like, I mutated that bad uh, disorder so that, you know, because yeah. it's not technically a disease as much as it's a condition. And it's a condition that's passed on hereditarily. Yeah. So something with my genes screwed up when I was in utero. Hmm. Uh, okay. So, then so after how that, old were uh, you when you went completely blind? Uh, uh, so, so over the five years between I was eight and 13, I had gone through several surgeries, uh, six surgeries. And after pretty much every one of them, I had to recover face down because they would, you know, do LASIK on my retinas and then put in a, a gas bubble or a form of oil in it to hold my retina down and to keep that oil pressing against wow. my retina, I had to be face down. Um, huh. And I missed a lot of school. Like there's a time in seventh grade where I was out once a week for like the first half of seventh grade. Mm. Um, so then when I was in eighth grade, I was uh, 13. And so I was recovering from another surgery. And I remember this very specifically. So the night before I told, I said to my mom, I'm like, mom, can I go back to school tomorrow? I don't know why I wanted to go back to school, but I did. And she's like, uh, I don't know. We're, we'll talk to your doctor and see what she says. And then I was like, okay. So I went to bed. I woke up the next morning. Almost all my vision was gone. Whoa, that fast? Mm-hmm. So that, wow. that's the thing with retinal detachments. Your, your retina can detach. Um, if it detaches, you'll lose almost all your vision, if not all your vision. Yeah. That, um, so up to this point, I had had no vision in my right eye. I, I want to say that for the future. But, you know, so I, all I had was my left eye. So I had perfect vision in my left eye, but I had no vision in my right eye. And then now the, I had been losing vision since I was eight. I, had, I was legally blind at that point, but now I lost almost all my vision. Like, all I had was light perception, I think a little bit of motion. Mm. So they brought me to the um, hospital, the eye hospital, and the doctor's assistant, who was also a doctor, who had gone, gone to know my family really well, um, he had, you know, he looked at me, and he was, my parents told me later, like, he had tears in his eyes. He's like, his retina is detached. Mm. And, you know, my mom was crying. I don't know if my dad was crying, but he was definitely emotional. The only one who wasn't really reacting was me because I, I don't know. I guess I just knew like I had to keep a tough face on because mm. everyone else was breaking down. So they rushed me out to surgery, did what they could, wasn't, which really wasn't much. And then I was kind of in and out of surgery over the next month or two. And um, then the, uh, my parents were like, we have to start prepping him to be a blind person because he's lost his sight. Mm. So I had to start learning Braille. I had to start had to lo- learning how to use a cane and all sorts of assistive technology. Um, and all of this I had to do while I was face down. Wow. So I had to like have my arms out in front. I, I just did it like you can see me. Um, huh. I, had my, um, <clears throat> I had my arms out in front of me while I'm laying face down um, and like reading Braille. And so it was, it was a really tough period for me. Yeah. Um, well- We'll have to wind down the story for tonight, but we can we can pick up next time with uh, with some of the uh, the emotional aspects. 
Right. Well, just I just want to kind of finish on one more quick point because this is sure. We're in the front. All right. So, you know, I'm totally blind at this point. And then one day my mom's helping me take a shower and then I look at her and I notice on her shirt, I could see she has something on her shirt and ask her, was that on your shirt? She's like, how did you see that? I'm like, hmm. I don't know. And, you know, she took me down to the hospital and, and my doctor's like, he has a little bit of vision in his right eye now. Hmm. And, and from what she gathered, my right eye, I have a tiny bit of my retina attached to my right eye and basically a giant hole through the middle of my retina on my left eye. And like hmm. the tiny bit that's attached, I'm looking through that pinhole of vision. And she's like, this is nothing short of a miracle. So, Huh. I guess. All right. Yep. Yeah, so that's it. And then I guess next week, hopefully, I'll be able to tell you the more interesting aspect of it. Sure. The boring part. All right. Uh, feel better, Matt. I know you're sick. Uh, it's, well, let's get in there. Thank, thanks for thanks, thanks for telling Kyle. your story. Appreciate yeah, it. No problem. All right. Bye. You guys have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. That puts things in perspective. Yeah. Always be thankful for what you have, you know? Are you sick? Uh, I was earlier in the week. I'm on the downside of it. Mm. basically the worst of it was between Sunday and now it's your soy consumption. No, it's cause, um, well, uh, I have theories about why, but I'll, I'll leave them private. You have double AIDS, triple we'll go, mono. AIDS. That's fine. We'll go with that. <laughs> Anal herpes. Uh, uh, I hesitate on that one myth. Uh, what's in your mind? <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Uh, good. Uh, yesterday, I was I was in the Discord, and me and Hanzu uh, watched the whole debate. Mm-hmm. And just commenting on it. You know, it's easier to watch when you have someone just uh, yell with. <laughs> it was hmm. uh, like legalized joined in towards that. So uh, it, what had you me. yelling the most? Well, the, every single time they like they call the Donald Trump xenophobic and racist. Yeah. And sexist. But yeah, it was it was said about twenty times. I my, I just heard the clip. Um, I was on Superior's show in the car driving home, but I had forgotten about it last night. Bernie Sanders was asked, "You've promised uh, free health care and free college for illegals. Don't you worry that that will incentivize more of them to come?" He said, "No, because we're going to have strong border security." But let me be clear: Donald Trump has demonized immigrants with his racism and his xenophobia, and I will stop the demonization. He never got around to answering the question: right. We're going to have strong border security, but if they get in, then they get free health care and free college. So, what is it like a an obstacle course that they have to run? But if they pass. <laughs> They jump the moat. They do the monkey bars. Yeah. But if you get through, okay, you did it. Fair yeah. enough. Here's your free healthcare and free college. You know, you I actually work thought, some um, landmines into that. I think. Myth. How did you feel about uh, the moderators? Because I actually thought Tapper did an okay job of pushing back and asking pretty good questions. Tapper's like moderating. Good, one of uh, them. No. I feel Who's like they're doing a good tonight? job. Oh, sorry. They're, I feel like they're doing a good job with time moderation. They're letting everybody speak. They're not prioritizing prioritizing like NSNBC did um and they're not asking like terribly hard questions but they're not asking like left-leaning questions yeah. either I enjoyed when Tapper pushed back slightly what did he say yeah. something like it was like a how are you going to pay for it question or like a really <laughs> rational question about all their pie in the sky ideas and like, their response was stop with the Republican talking points like, <laughs> That's exactly, yeah, they all, like, three of them were, like, <laughs> calling him all Republican. Yeah, they're and, calling Tapper a Republican yeah. and stuff, yeah. It's huh. crazy. Uh, we were just talking about, like, in the live stream, like, uh, tonight, they're they're actually getting some pushback for not answering questions, because they're questioning Good. each other. Good. Um, 
like the the moderators aren't but like the the opponents are questioning each other like one literally said you didn't give an answer yeah so that that's good to see all right yeah. Um, and other news, uh, I know you're, you're handling the clips channel, right? The clips channel hate speech strike has been lifted myth okay. one on appeal. Oh, good. So thanks for holding it's up the clips channel. I guess you never know who issued the strike. It's just strange. It didn't happen on our channels. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. I'm whatever. It was I, Jay Pry. Surely. All right. Thanks. You guys have been big help. And yeah, just uh, check out the clips channel guys. Um, sure. Linked in the description. You. Thanks. See ya. Uh, all right. We're, we're, we're not doing well on the clock here. So hey, that one can, I did. Okay. Let's see if we can do a little better. Uh, red Falcor is up next. When you chastise me, it's like this, I get the same feeling as when like my mom does it. Well, I I'm chastising both of us for failing to uphold our own standards. Our She's own proud own of me side. though. Still seeking me. parental approvement. There's <laughs> one years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Red Falcor, you're going to go. Sorry, Blonde, I was talking over you. I didn't want to interrupt your story. <laughs> I'm just engaging in some inane babble about how uh, my mom is proud of me because of my E. Michael Jones interview. Like, she was like beaming ah. yesterday. She was so proud of me. It was. Wait, touching. is that the Catholic dude that yeah. you interviewed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did watch a little bit of that. That was pretty, that was pretty good. He's a very smart guy. He's, yeah. He's really smart. So it sort of looks like the Crypt Keeper a little bit. So that's <laughs> kind of, it kind of creeps me out. But otherwise, uh, I can, I can t t tell he's uh, smart and wise, which is a rare uh, combination these days, I think. Yep. So, um, well, I uh, w wanted to compliment you, you on your shirt game also. I know people in the chat are as well. Excellent black tonight. Hmm. <laughs> Matt, I don't know what you're doing, but uh, but uh, uh, blank gray T-shirt, unzipped green hoodie. You know, same thing as always. <laughs> Excellent work. Also, um, uh, so, so I guess I should uh, um, keep up my uh, role again as the extinct animal guy. If you guys want a little bit of that sure. this yeah. week, um, have you heard of the trilobite? No, I have. Jeez. Yes, you you have blonde. What do you know about it? Yeah, uh, very little. It's like a tiny, um, uh, like a primordial looking insect, right? Yeah, essentially. Although they do get uh, pretty big in s s some cases. No, I don't think they're can, extinct. Uh... Oh no, they are. They've been. They've been. Aren't extinct they finding about... like uh, like ancestors of the trilobite and like? ocean waters off of obscure countries relatively recently i might be wrong to, to my knowledge no although um as as far as i know they died out about 300 million years ago but uh um so so i will i will leave that for for, for the audience to look up later and um no i was i was uh thinking i was actually going to come on t tonight and have to use one of my speech techniques, but you guys are just putting me at ease tonight. Ah, so it just happens well, to good. be like a really f f f fluent night for me. So Sweet. Uh, uh, okay, so I, I, I read an article about a, a trilobite imposter that they found off of the coast of Antarctica relatively recently, like 10 to 12 years ago. 
Hmm. Ah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were actually the, the most success, successful um, group of animals from probably ever. Uh, they, they, they came around about 521 million years ago, and they d- d- died out during the Permian extinction, which is what we talked about last week. Oh, okay. Hmm. We gotta oh, let you were... go, but don't they get? Didn't they get like like three feet across? Don't they have some fossils that are just giant? Oh yeah, huge, huge. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Okay. Golden Leafs up next. We're trying to get at least a couple more before the bottom of the hour. Golden Leaf, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey guys, how are you? Good, how are you? How are you? (sighs) I was working my ass off in two different areas. One Uh, at work, and the other uh, in my GTA military crew that I'm in. I play GTA and I'm in with this military crew. And I've been working with a bunch of idiots as of late. As as in you are all military members, or what's the military designation? Uh, military crew, as in we roleplay military operations, do like black ops oh, types of I stuff. Oh, I see, I see. Like in GTA like, Online. Yeah, there's biker crews, gang crews, all that stuff. Gotcha. So after all the hard work, I was finally promoted to staff sergeant, so I get to lead three <laughs> to four other idiots nice. to their deaths. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, all right. So I know you guys have been waiting for this. Let's talk about Antifa in a sac- uh, sarcasm military-like way. So, okay. what are some of the units that you want to talk about? Well, let's first talk about their tanks. The tanks back then in World War I was a very impressive thing. But for Antifa, they have gone well with the fat, blue hair feminists. Mm-hmm. Now, you may think that it's all just one type, but no, there are multiple types. Blue hair feminists... Feminists, sorry, are the main units. They're the main tanks. They mainly try to hold the line, and they'll try to do push-through maneuvers, though they don't really have that much in power of pushing through, so they'll just try to hold their position. Though you got to watch out for the pink hair feminists, because they are actually a little bit more angry. They have seen it all. They have <laughs> dealt with the wage gap. They know about the patriarchy and all of that. So... Thinking, you think oh, that the pink-haired feminist is more insidious than your blue-haired feminist? I think blue yes. is final stage, personally. Me too. Me too. Pink's kind of cute. They're, they're kind of like a mainline unit, though we have, we have pinpointed their main commander as Big Red. We think that she is the overall yeah. designer of the feminist tank. She might be final stage, yeah. God, so, man, this, I, whatever happened to her? I, that's like all these 2016 oh, a, peak era meme We got to wrap it up, but actually, I have actually been wondering what she is doing. Where is hmm. she now? The, the Nat dude, uh, he did a video on her. Uh, there, she did do a interview with a British person, I think it was, about like women's rights and the men's rights that they were confronting with. Yeah, and at the end, the woman's like, "I don't think I identify as a feminist anymore," and she said it was all thanks to Big Red after she interviewed her. Huh? Like that changed her. Uh, right. If I find the video, I'll send it to you guys, or I'll put it up in the general chat, and the sure. you guys can probably see it. All so, right. Uh, do I not have enough time for another unit, or do I have uh, one, one more quickly? One more quickly. All right, let's talk about the throwers. The throwers okay. don't really have a definite ammunition type. So it can be eggs, 
or just simple bottles, or even milkshakes with quick-drying concrete. But that's a classified material that I had to sneak through to get it, so don't tell anyone else I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but there are different units, you know, all of them are the same, but their main unit is the Soy Boys. They don't really have that much in range. Though you'll have the hentai users, which are really strong in one arm for some reason. We don't know how they got their strength. <laughs> oh, we do. Yeah. Oh. Next we do. episode, we'll talk. About, next episode, we'll talk about their main units, just the regular soy boys. All right. <laughs> okay, Thanks, man. <laughs> talk to you guys. Soy boy soon. grunts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, oh my God, he's so freaking hot get, in here. Let's I get one more. Before uh, before the bottom of the hour here, Secret Link is up next. Hello, Secret Link, you're good to go. Hello. What the hell happened to my video feed? All right, go ahead. So, Matt, I kind of had a question, mostly for you. Sure. Um, you. It was like a while ago. There was you were discussing a case about. And you mentioned the Supreme Court case saying that, you know, police aren't legally obligated to uh, to uh, help you out. Uh, we've referenced it on the stream a few times. I've not referenced it in video. I'm not actually super familiar with the case, but it has come up on the stream a few times. Well, I was just curious, like, would you want that to be something... If you were making your own government on a philosophical level, would you want that to be? Something uh, well, it depends how you define it, because, again, a constitutional right to a service is sort of a weird concept. You have a constitutional mm -hmm. right to be left alone. Uh, if you're asking, would I prosecute police officers who are negligent in their overall duty to protect people? I'd have to think about the standard. I think generally I'm open to that because that is the job that you sign up for. That but don't is you think it's, you yeah, paid. don't you think it's different because you're not a private citizen and you're voluntar you're voluntarily engaging in a position where you know that that is one of the requirements? Yeah, I, I guess the question is, should a cop who, like, exactly like Parkland, for example, should that cop, Scott Peterson, who basically negligently left those kids to get shot up at, at Stoneman Douglas, should he face legal consequences? And if it can be demonstrated to me that you didn't, it's not like you, you missed a shot to take out a mass shooter or you tripped and, you know, sprained your ankle and couldn't get in there or something. It's like if yeah. you willfully, uh, or if, if you were negligent, if you, if you kind of willfully, uh, um, disregarded your duty then sure maybe there should be a standard uh, mm. on that sort of thing but but i but the question that the supreme court uh, considered if i understand it correctly is do the police officers have a constitutional duty to do that i'm not an expert on this you talk to a lawyer but again i'm, I'm very skeptical of constitutional rights to stuff or things or to be provided services that's generally not the concept of our constitution right right Anyway, we got to wrap it up. He told me to stay on the clock, so I guess I'm going to have to do that now. Hmm. Do you have any final Aww. thoughts? Uh, well, I was just, you know, I was just kind of wondering because I think it's interesting because even though with there now there isn't a, even though there is a legal thing saying the cops don't have to do that, in most, in practicality, that isn't the case really most everywhere, you know? Right. And in terms of what actually happened is 
people don't usually like it when the police can just say, oh, we won't show up, bye. Yeah, I think the question is, is that a constitutional issue or is that an issue for uh, the, the, the relevant government to handle through criminal law? You know, yeah, or or even I guess if there's a civil law component, but I, I just don't think the Constitution compels it. That's all. Well, if you were making your own government, would you want it, though? Uh, I would leave like anything else. I would leave that up to the jurisdictions. So I would not be in favor of some top down federally you mandated supposed constitution. Oh, OK, I mean, okay. If, the, if if the federal government wants to handle, wants to make that determination in terms of the FBI, that's their police force, sure. But in terms of, let's say, um, the Bozeman Police Department here supposedly has some police misconduct and fails to save someone's life, I would not want a federal prosecution of that police officer. I think that should be up to the state of Montana and or the, you know, the county or the city. Okay. Okay, well, that's all I wanted to know. Sure. Thanks. Thanks. You Have a good night. Live chat poll. Would you rather live in blonde's theocracy slash benevolent monarchy with catapults or Matt's relentless meritocracy individualist society? You yourself have said on this show that I would make a better leader. I have said a lot of things. Live in my society that I run, but women shouldn't run it. You know, okay, go go with that. No, no, I wouldn't run (laughs) anything. I would just set it up and no it's only the back. society that i design i wouldn't it's run the it society i design but i, I don't run it, run it. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah. this is the sort of female nonsense you'll get if you go with blonde I, that's why i would not select <laughs> no i would society. i would turn over the power to competent men that's what who I would, would be bound to follow your rules that you didn't design at all uh, and this, <laughs> yeah yeah or this is already falling apart i would pretend i was a man when I was designing all of this and pass it off as a man's work. And so be a man's design run by men. All right, let's get some sense Midst coming in here and checking on the debate. In Andrew Yang is talking about economic transformation. But if you want to queue up Super Chat. Of if I turn this on, workers, I truck drivers, the most common job in 29 states, including this one. And you know who suffers most in a natural disaster. It's people of color, people who have lower levels of Whenever you're ready, he's just talking resources. about... UBI. So what are we going to do about tie? We should just no, go he's not, back actually. I like his no-tie casual um, I'm ready to go whenever you right, go for it. Uh, deep Space Center Field Press, or Deep Center Field Press. Did I say Deep Space? Oh, God. Uh, should women marry dogs a step up from Bobby Beer Belly? Why not? Does the dog get to pay wolf support? Boo. Sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> that that deserved womp womp. Sorry, I missed I know, it. I know. Yeah. Uh, Laurel says I'm the best mom in the world. I got concealed carry permits for my son and me. Good for you. Oh, cool. Um, Congrats. Michael Azari, yeah, Michael Azari says, "Did you see the Jessica Yaniv interview on Infowars?" No. You know oh, this happened. Uh, someone DM'd me this. I actually forgot about it. I shouldn't have. But yes, yeah, supposedly there is an interview with Alex Jones. I think. How did I forget about this? I think it does exist, oh though. Gosh. I've seen the footage. Uh, I, I have not seen or heard about it. I will check it out after the show. Kevin Flanagan, I, I'm just, I don't care anymore, so I'm just going to read all your stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, it's pretty bad. <laughs> That's all right. I don't know. You shouldn't leave this up to my discretion. I'll, I'll the, this your one discretion has been fine so far. I just don't want to get my channel banned. That's all. It's something that I wouldn't have read like two weeks ago. All right. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Grumbledore. Thank you, Kevin. 
I only heard the other day. Um, I'm not caught up on the latest craze. Oh, what the hell is MGTOW? From what I've seen so far, MGTOW is to incels as the N-word is to black people. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, Careful, not, they're going to come after you for that one. MGTOW is a, a huge network of loud online men that have gone their own way. And they, I think they, they'll bang chicks, but they won't date. I, I don't know. There are like different levels of MGTOW. Like if you're a monk, I think you're celibate. But it's mostly swearing off women and then just investing time in your hobbies and other things. Um, yeah, I don't like to comment Which, on them because well, they, yeah, uh, to me, MGTOW, philosophically, MGTOW and feminism suffer from a lot of the same faults. That, that, that is to say, I think both philosophies lead to unhappiness. But the one thing I, I won't say about MGTOW or I won't say is quite as bad about MGTOW as feminism. I think feminism causes MGTOW. Yeah. MGTOW is mostly a reaction. It's not... Um, it's not like a standalone philosophy. It's like reacting right. to something. So I'm a little more sympathetic to MGTOW. Yeah. But the the one the thing I worry about is that, yeah, I think men swearing off women and women swearing off men and men and women not coexisting together happily in mostly the gender roles that are biologically defined, not socially constructed, but constructed, but biologically defined. I think that's what causes huge amounts of problems, socially I... speaking. Yeah, but I still think that most people in the center are still finding each other and getting married. Like, if you look at your stereotypical rabid feminist, they're generally undateable for a variety of reasons. BMI, age, <laughs> just all sorts of reasons. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that they're like, yeah, they're bringing, they're taking them out of the dating pool, but they're also really, would they be having a lot of success in men anyway? Um, hmm. Odysseus Horse. Erica T is a lazy bee. My wife was at work on the toilet when her water broke, and then she proceeded to finish the last couple of hours of a 10-hour shift on her Jesus. feet. Then came home when we went to the hospital for five more hours. And never used the express checkout. Not once. <laughs> <laughs> That's big, awesome. Big LC. Guys, look up the TF-19 wasp. It might be handy for when the, California, the Californians come. I will have to do it later because my computer is, is just uh, operating poorly tonight, yeah, as you can see. Um, Andy Morrison, longtime listener, first time, ooh, first time donating. I love the show, and I have to say that it has changed my mind on many topics over the last year. Thank ooh. you for the sanity safe space. We all need it. Thank you, Andy. Well, that's very yes. kind, and I'm glad to hear that. That is the ultimate uh, goal. In addition to the community, it's you know, it's just getting people to think whether or not you agree. Maybe consider something from a perspective that you hadn't before. Yeah, although I talked about this with E. Michael Jones, I'm just not interested in like changing minds anymore. Oh, I am. Yeah, you gotta. No, but you like changing the normies mind. Oh yeah. I'm not I, I think it's a that. battle for your, I think it's a battle for the normies. That's exactly what we're engaged in. Otherwise, what, what are we know. doing? I mean, at this point in time with, a, if with Brexit, a deep state coup, everything you've uncovered, if you're still blind to being propagandized, I kind of feel like maybe you're just apolitical. I mean, if, if, no, if you're I kind not of feel like you're too, you're too indoctrinated and like you're, it's a pointless endeavor for me well, to waste my time trying to, if you're not out to convince the normies, why don't you just grab a pitchfork and start the war now? <laughs> I mean, no, like, but, it, but I, I was thinking about this, maybe the way, cause normies, I talked about this in my last video, normies, they're basically average IQ people that um, operate within the confines of the Overton window. And if you shift the Overton window by being an intellectual leader, they're um, just going to follow suit because they want what they say to be within the, the confines of what is and is not socially acceptable. So it's like, should we really be trying to convert normies or should we be trying to 
to move the intellectual philosophy further to the right and shift the Overton window. Well, if it, if you do that, if you shift the Overton window, then under your theory, the normies would sort of gravitate that way anyway if they follow the Overton window. Right. I think it's probably just a different theory about how to inspire yeah. the normie. But as far as like speaking to them and inspiring them on an individual level, like at this point in time, if you're not converted, like there's nothing I can do for you. Oh man, the Socratic method's a wonderful thing. Oh. Just start asking people the why question and watch the gears start spinning. It's great. Love it. You think people are still are still like open oh, to yeah. that? Oh yeah. I've I've got friends of mine who have been uh, who have had their perspectives totally changed over the last year. That's true. And I guess we both yeah. were kind of formerly normies. I don't yeah. like this term. It kind of cringes me out, but I can't think of a better one. Rainier Chen, chat with my sister working for Planned Parenthood. She told me at home people, she said working for PP. He must have been Planned Parenthood, right? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to close out Sounders because it's about to blow up my computer. Oh, okay. No more Sounders tonight. Sorry, guys. And this is, man, I can't. I'm not going to say this all idiomatically. Um, at home, people no like girls, but people here no like black baby, ugly fat man, one abortion. So we cut his peepee, stinky balls, killed rats and What? What? We're worse than Rose McGowan. I guess. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Kevin Flanagan, I was not complimenting your shirt. It should be brown, not black, you cuck. <laughs> I don't know if he was talking to you or me. Uh, that, Laurel, that was a good one. Yeah. Laurel says at age 10, my son had a vision scare and every eye exam known to man at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. We got lucky. My heart goes out to the listener who had a different outcome. Thank mm. you, Laurel. That's very sweet and thoughtful. Um, I think we're good on these. Okay. I can't reload because my computer will seriously burst into flames. All right. Let's take a break there and I'm going to blow up my computer and reload Streamlabs. Oh, my allergies. Yeah, it's getting bad here too. I know. I was reading the comments, I know, of my interview with E. Michael Jones, and like I kept rubbing my nose, and like people are convinced I have a cocaine habit. <laughs> like, I'm so low energy. What are you talking Phil about? Phil says, at, at what point will these traitorous politicians who think they can uh, flout our laws by personally importing the invaders themselves be dealt with? They mock us and our way of life, and yet continue to walk free if only Trump really was an authoritarian. Well, uh, I have to disavow. I don't want Trump to be an authoritarian. I, I understand the frustration. Yeah. He doesn't have the, the philosophical grounding to be a good authoritarian leader. And I'm starting to realize that you know, I, I consider myself anti-authoritarian, of course, and I'm not taking a shot at Phil. I'm just describing my philosophy or whatever. But the, the, what the big deal is like authoritarian or libertarian in what context? Like if we all agree on mostly decentralized power, which is a fundamental anti-authoritarian concept, but that is to say, I don't actually care what you do in your locality. You know, as long as people have the freedom to move and they have the freedom to find an area and a mm -hmm. way of life that's suited to their taste, their perspective, right. that I'm generally more on board with. So like if you want to have authoritarianville or authoritarian state, I... I'm not going to go bust that up, that sort of thing. Like, Yeah, but it doesn't matter if you're wasting money with stupid federal programs all the time. Well, yeah, the federal so, government needs yeah. to be minimized to bare bones, collective defense, and that's about it. Well, as yeah. it, it doesn't matter if you live in the kind of state that you want to if all of your money is going to the federal government and they're squandering it. And I guess to the point that, that Phil is making too, it's like it's not even authoritarian to say that the country should have borders enforced to the best of our ability. Right. I don't. 
I don't grant that as an authoritarian concept any more than I grant a lock on my door as an authoritarian concept. So on that point, we're probably mostly on the same page. And Dell says, uh, Hey guys, thanks for the sanity safe space. And Matt, thanks for sharing what you did with, uh, or what you did about your brother last week, having lost my brother, your only brother due to suicide more than a decade ago. It never really, the hurt never really goes away. And I find you really impressive. Well, thanks. Um, we share that, uh, that scenario, uh, that he was my only sibling as well. So my heart goes out to you. And I, I hope that, uh, I hope you're, you know, things are as, as good as they can be. Uh, and thanks for sharing your story. A Cassit uh, from Hong Kong says politicians don't want kids to play Grand Theft Auto, not because of the violence or degeneracy. They just don't want people to get used to having a functioning healthcare system. I see. That was a good one. Uh, let's see. First what are they on. asking Tulsi Gabbard oh, first about? First of all, right this now? is Ooh. personal. You can imagine I grew up in Hawaii, which is the most remote island chain in the world. She's so just for talking us, about growing, growing up in Hawaii. Growing up there, protecting our, our environment look. was not a political issue. Uh, they're not visible. It's part of our culture. It's part kind of, of blocked by the who we are. This is why, as a member of Congress, long before there was ever a Green New Deal, I introduced the most ambitious climate change legislation ever in Ugh, Congress. Climate change. All right, off- I'm tapping out of that. I don't want to listen to climate change. Plus, we're behind on the calls. Let's get back to the callers. Um, Somebody call in to talk about James Maynard Keenan being on Joe Rogan. Somebody do it. Dangerous Spaces is up next, and you got to keep me on the clock because we have a manageable call list tonight. Oh my God, okay, Dad. We're not making good time, and we could definitely get through everybody tonight. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so are you guys done arguing? Yeah, yeah. go for it. Can I, can I, can I jump in? Uh, I just want to do a sort of a, a culture check to see if a certain word means something different in America, because if it doesn't, I'm very confused. Uh, Blonde, mm. one, one thing you... um. I don't know if you've seen this because you didn't watch the debate. Don Lemon, I've lost the question. Don Lemon asked the question of, I think it was Klobuchar, what do you say to those Trump voters who prioritise the economy over the president's bigotry? Yeah, he did ask that last night. And had I, not seen, had I not seen it, I would assume someone was lying. He said that word for word. Yeah. Uh, the economy is way more important I don't. Yeah, I would rather have money in my wallet than shriek about someone else's opinion. I don't also. I don't care. Also, how are those two things comparable in any way? I I, I don't even understand the comparison here. Well, I I just wanted to check because everyone's been saying he's racist, and it just seems odd to me because apparently he complained about Baltimore and how they need to improve an area that is predominantly black people, from what under from what I understand. And he did that because of something he saw basically repeating the talking points of a black woman. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really confused. Like I, I project, does racism mean something different in America? Uh, no, I mean, they're just, everything they say, they, they, they're just, or everything that he says, they're just um, trying to make it sound racist. It's this um, concept of like the infestation, which he was clearly talking about, like an, actual literal he literally rat said infestation. rat infestation <laughs> yeah, i know he said rat infestation he yeah. had another one that said ebola infested I've, yeah I've say, i heard somebody if, on like cnn like this is how they would speak to our jewish brethren in the holocaust i'm like we're talking about this again are you serious but if you, you hear infested and you think black person you're the I racist think you might, yeah. i think you might be the one with the problem yeah really hmm. yeah, yeah i'm with you i gotta stay on the clock do you have any final thoughts uh i probably did have something but no nothing's coming to mind so you guys just have all right thanks man see ya have a good night legalize is up next 
legalized. You're good to go. Are you here to talk about Maynard on Joe Rogan? Because if you're not, I'm going to kick you out. He's here to talk about fountain pens, but his mic is muted. Oh, good. I has autism is up next. <laughs> I has. You're good to go that, if you're ready. I didn't deserve that Perfect. level of a laugh. I think the stream just got cut off for a few minutes. Uh, uh, on YouTube or what? Yeah, on YouTube. But it's back now? It didn't drop on my Uh-oh. end. Uh-oh. Let me see. Let me refresh the page. My yeah, live chat stopped. Really? Yeah. Let's try it again. Yeah, it just uh, cut off like a 46 minutes. It just ended? Yeah, and then uh, when I refreshed the page, it was just like uh, the stream that ended. But it didn't. Uh, my live <laughs> chat stopped, so I think he's right. If the live chat totally died, then yeah. Yeah, it's, nothing has come in in like a minute. Okay. Uh, let's see. I wonder if... I know that they were like... YouTube, your live stream was terminated. You won't, due to a copyright match, your live stream was terminated because of the debate and they say I can't stream again for 90 days. <gasps> are you fucking kidding me? Oh boy. Okay. Uh, are you still up on DLive? Uh, yeah, we are, as far as I know. I think, I think several people have gone over there. Are you fucking kidding me, YouTube? Oh, I, can't, no. I can't have a small little image of, well, I'm sure I'll appeal this and win. But before in the meantime, Sunday? what should we do? Maybe, maybe before Sunday. Otherwise, we have to go over to D Live and then upload the show. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I played like three, like thirty second clips of it. This is absolutely asinine. Well, well, well. Are we gonna finish out the show? What should we do? Um, I mean, it should be. F- I guess. I guess let's let's finish out the show and we can continue on on D Live. But well. <sighs> Uh, yeah. I mean, we won't have super chat breaks, so I guess we'll. If you we'll if you'd quick. like, you could change this channel to where you can't talk unless you have um manually been given unmuted, and then everyone could just come in here who's in Discord. Uh, yeah, that's true. I guess it is kind of a problem. I don't. Uh, fucking. I can. I don't, just I don't know what the to waiting do. room. We've got 140 with. people who migrated over to D Live right now. Hi, 140 people. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're going to so, think that it's some dumbass technical issue on our end. No, they're coming over and they if they go over to, to DLive, they know. They can see that, like... I, I can't believe fucking YouTube is doing this. They're kowtowing to corporate bullshit so that people can't talk about the debate. Like... Uh, yeah, I wonder if... Terrible. Is Crowder streaming tonight? No. Uh, who, it's like, everyone's going to do this, you fucking morons. Obviously, it's not a total restream of the debate. Oh, I get no. it. It's CNN's content. I'm not just reposting it. So they screw with our ability to talk about this with our listeners. They screw with our ability. We don't, you know, Super Chat's dead. They screw with our ability probably for the Sunday stream if I don't get this cleared up. We can air like, it on my channel. You know, I know. have a contact at YouTube? No, there's nobody. No, there's, there's not nobody. one there, person. There's nothing you, you can do. Yeah. And it's just like, it? what the fuck, dude? I, I know I'm getting a little annoyed and upset, but it's like, we earn you thousands of dollars. Yeah. Why don't you just not do that? And if it's a problem, send me an email and say, I'm sorry, we can't do that anymore. I'll go, okay. 
That's kind of annoying, but I guess rules are rules. Instead, they're just going to try to fuck my channel because there's no, there's no warning, there's no recourse, there's nobody I can talk to. Okay, well, let's Ugh. try to... Uh, let's finish the show, I guess, on DLive. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll just carry on. Um, do you want to issue you... an appeal right now? Well, the thing is, while we're streaming, it's just there's a lot of shit going on on my computer, and it's just it's too much to do. So let's do this. Let's just carry on. We'll get through everybody who's in the the waiting room tonight, because a lot of people like to listen to the audio, too. That's primarily what this show is for, so I don't just want to cut it short and give all those okay. people less content. But um, obviously, we won't have super chat breaks. That's not going on. So let's let's just carry on, and we'll get. And we had email questions too. We have an obligation to yeah. to finish those out. Anyway, thanks for the intel, legalized. This happened five minutes ago. They cut us off. Horseshit. Yeah, pretty goofy. Jesus, dude. YouTube's garbage. I was like, I I was doing stuff with Myth trying to like on the Clips channel, and it's just the the whole system screwed. God, man. Um. Yeah. Okay. I will try to mentally reset and not be enraged and carry on. Is there anything? Uh, was there something you actually want to talk about? Legalize. Uh, you just cut off for me. Uh, it was there something that you actually wanted to talk about besides me? the stream? Just- yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I was in the roll call. So but, what are you? What's on your mind? I'm going to try to just mentally reset and carry on as normal because well, I can't I'm do just gonna, I'm going to ask a question and then I'm going to leave because my mouth hurts because I got my wisdom teeth removed Ooh. and the anesthetic is wearing off. So yeah, I would just like to ask you guys this question. Then I'll just watch the stream because I'm about sure. to get offline. But yeah. So would you agree that having the urge to do an action which will coat your male genitalia with fecal matter where the act is also highly associated with life-ruining disease and immoral behavior such as infidelity would be indicative of some kind of mental disorder? Would you agree with that? Questions, I'm, not, I'm not qualified to diagnose mental disorders, but... Uh, but he is a sodomy expert, so <laughs> tell us more, Sky. Yeah. <laughs> He's already out of here. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. All right, Mr. Autism, go for it. All right, perfect. Um, the first before uh, my question, uh, there was a caller last week. Uh, I didn't catch his name, but he was talking about losing weight, maybe uh, 20 pounds. He said he was 20 pounds down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I lost something like 100 pounds in high school. Wow. Well, good know, for you. I kind of know what he's going through. So whoever that is, if you want to chat, just hit me up. Sure. That's I, has, I underscore has H-A-Z underscore autism. <laughs> He has all the Italy. answers. Yeah, I do. All right. So, uh, relating to autism, uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on mandatory vaccination. Uh, huh. Can, like the anti-vax movement, I'm not sure if it's just my perception, but it seems to have like grown. Uh, parents aren't vaccinating their kids because apparently it causes autism or something. Um, and one of the solutions is saying, like, you know, force the legislation that forces parents to vaccinate their kids. Yeah. And well, you know, kids are dying because of this uh, herd immunity is breaking down. I, I don't really want to use the government to force people to, you know, vaccinate their kids. Essentially. Yeah, that, that's the big question. That. We've talked about this before. It's it really is a tough one because on the one hand, I, I do believe that you have a, a, a right to your own body. Yeah. And, and for your for your bodily autonomy not to be violated. On the other hand, there's a credible argument that there are a lot of externalities not to doing to, to not doing it. 
So honestly, I don't have right. my own thoughts really organized about this one. Um, it has, and I, but I will say that I think the studies. I mean, I, I don't want to sound like an anti-vaxer, but I also don't want to discount everything anti-vaxers say because I've actually heard some legitimate arguments coming from them about the bodily autonomy and things like that. But eradicating some diseases as a whole in the nation—that's also very important. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it what just, was I uh, going to say? God damn it, I totally It makes sense it's just because like kids who can't get vaccinated because of like medical issues, they're getting sick and dying of like polio, which we eradicated, you know, over 75 years ago. Right. So. Man, I had a good thought there. Totally gone. Hmm. Yeah, uh it's one of those that really has uh important principles competing. And so I actually I I will have to unfortunately not be able to offer a concrete oh, side on this one, but if I was you talk do you about have a... the connection with autism, those studies, um, I've delved into those studies and the, the sample size, uh, is extremely small and the definition oh. of autism is so broad and has changed, uh, drastically over the last four decades. So I question the validity of the, um, of those studies. Also proving causation is incredibly difficult. They basically just have temporality and that's it hmm. in the autism studies. Yeah, and like as, as somebody on the, on the spectrum, you know, I actually have autism. Um, you know, you I'd has have autism, autism than uh, than be dead, that that kind of thing. So yeah, hmm. like I know some people with mild autism, and it's like it barely impacts their lives. Hmm. Anyway, All we right. gotta give you the. Boot. Thanks for the question, man. All right. Uh, hope the YouTube thing goes well. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if there. I. For people who are still listening over on D Live, I see a lot of people have migrated over there. First of all, thanks for doing that. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, second of all, my understanding is YouTube has a new like warning policy. So presumably I'll be able to appeal this and hopefully they'll reinstate my live streaming before Sunday. If I get the chance to talk to somebody, I'll be like, listen, you jackasses, we're one of your top streams on Sunday night. And you, you don't even talk if, if they refuse We're one to, of their top streams. on. Yeah. Sunday we're night. always in like top three, four, five on Sunday night. Oh, that's, this is just bad for you. This, eh? this is ugh, just annoying. It's okay. We'll get to anyway. the bottom of it. We always do. Yeah. I mean, it did happen once before when they tried to get me on the, uh, the community guideline strike for having an unlisted copy of the Chicago kidnapping on my channel. That's oh, that's old. right. Yeah. They tried that too. Claus, you're good to go. Hey, how's it going? I guess. <laughs> well, bit. I've had I've had better times, but yes, all yeah. things considered. Uh, it's it's great here, and you fired up. <laughs> Somebody in, just... the, uh, in the waiting room was playing the audio before I go over D Live, and <laughs> you pop in as you goddamn motherfucking piece. It's, shit, it's just so annoying. It's so stupid. <laughs> you, yeah, I get it. You have rules, ridiculous. whatever. Technically, CNN owns the copyright. I don't, you know, get a lawyer in here, but I think we're just doing what's fair use here. We're playing little portions yep. and responding to it. Um, but it, you know, it, it's the kind of thing where it's like, all right, if I'm in violation of the rules, how about just a, Hey Matt, you know, we can't have you doing that. Yeah. Don't do That'd that. That'd be great. Fair. Okay, sure. We'll take it off. Yeah. No, but instead no, uh, we're going to, we're going to blow up your, your stream. One of our most popular streams for three months yep. Yep. without a warning. It's totally fair use too. Cause uh, 90% of the time you're not even playing the audio from it. So it is no, not I've a played like, substitution. And that's wait, you weren't even playing the audio the from it only for like a minute. Oh. I, I, yeah, I listened yeah. in very briefly. So yeah. Anyway, do, I, do you have something on your mind? Cause you're going to get me going again. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to call in and give my two cents about the whole, um, 
or at least I guess give my perspective about um, Baltimore is I dated a girl for about uh, maybe four months or something like that. And she lives in Baltimore kind of regrettably. I mean, she's a great girl and all, but she's kind of like past the point of no return. So much indoctrination of eight years of college. Um, But she lives in one of the nicer places of Baltimore, but still it's, Everywhere you go, it everything it reeks of weed everywhere, and mm. there's just like people that you could tell are definitely like dealing drugs and shit all over the place, and there's certain streets you can't walk down, and you just hear um, police sirens going all the time, passing by the window. And I remember one time there was some kind of bad accident, so I had to take a different route to get to her place. And I had never been down these streets before, and it seriously looked like a third world country. There's yeah. just trash everywhere, all these dilapidated uh, foreclosed buildings and all this shit, and uh, homeless people walking around you know, doing the heroin stumble, slumped over shit. It was just, oh my God, it was horrible to see. And hmm. yeah, that is, I didn't see any rats, but I 100% believe it is, is an infestation. Yeah, it is Gross. a hellhole. Wow. And so many cities are like that now, too. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. are we going to take these cities back or what? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Spang yep, and I drove uh, through Detroit three years ago, and it was so yeah. disgusting. Cleveland is also mm-hmm. disgusting. So is St. Louis, a variety of Never been any of this, but no, yeah, don't go. It, Why but... bother? Um, we got to give you the boot. Yeah. But thank you for sticking around and calling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, movie recommendation, real quick. Annihilation. Sure horror sci-fi from 2018 you all seen it annihilation uh, no, no i've not it's a movie annihilation yeah it's based off a book and it stars uh natalie portman oscar isaac if you're the natalie hershlag you mean <laughs> yeah 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 i don't Leave know alone she's it's great kinda, it's kind of hard to avoid it with these hollywood movies so you just kind of you know pick your battles <laughs> yeah. all right y'all take care Thanks, Thanks. Bye. Bye. She is real hot. I'll give it that. All right. Uh, we're good over on Streamlabs. I just checked up. So we will carry on. We'll try to get through as many uh, callers as we can. We do have a half hour left. I think we should be able to get through everybody if you keep me on the clock well. Oh, my God. I'm trying. Okay. The show's been right. a disaster. I told you I had a bad feeling. It, it, it Yeah, it has, has been a, a, a rough one. <laughs> yeah. Tell the redneck you're good to go. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Other than the obviously uh, thing that just happened. Yeah, I mean, I'm no enraged, one's gonna but, hear your you know. jokes, Dell. No, okay, no, we well, got a good. We got 500 do people over I on D Live. Five hundred six, almost 600 people are over on D Live right now. So seriously, that's pretty. Yeah. Good. Which, by the way, um, I see a lot of you are over on D Live now, and you're new. Uh, make sure you you follow. You know, make sure that you're coming over on D Live and following the account. Because if this happens on YouTube, if I can't get this restored. This is what we're going to have to do on Sunday. Or, yeah, I'll, I'll have to do this going forward. So make sure you follow when you're over on DLive because there's going to have to be some home for the show. So well, if just we set up can't, a big old speaker in the back of your truck. Yeah. If we can't live stream on Sunday, could we <laughs> do DLive and then just post the stream? Yes, that's normally? what I'll have to do. Is, is that's fine. Okay. I have that's a local, I have a recording on my computer. Yeah, but it's annoying because, uh, by the way, that, uh, you know, uh, on-air business meeting, but... Cuts into our super chat. Uh, yeah, then super chat's not a and thing. And by cuts in, I mean reduces by 100%. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway. One of the reasons why I think a lot of people use a uh, second channel for their live streams as opposed to their main channel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let me see. Um, 
Did you uh, hear about that Jeffrey Epstein thing this week? Uh, oh, did he try to kill uh, himself? He, uh, no, uh, he said he hoped to seed the human race with his DNA. Ugh, gross. I, know, I also I know. saw that he was seeking to freeze, like cryogenically freeze his head and his dick. Oh, God, that guy's yeah. crazy. I don't know, but seeding, seeding the human race with his DNA, I don't, honestly, I think that's a bad idea. I think the main concern uh, would be getting his penis stuck in the seed spreader blade, you know? <laughs> Yeah, Did you guys tough. hear about his weird penis? No. Probably from the seed splitter blades, I'm thinking. That's probably what it was. Some uh, of the yeah, girls by the way, about I, it. Yeah. I saw your thing like, a couple weeks ago about Omar, and she married her brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's true. In fact, it seems a lot like a Jeff Foxworthy comedy setup, if you think about it, don't it? <laughs> oh, if you signed your husband's birthday card, love your big sister, you might have married your brother. <laughs> If you try right. to give your son a high five and he winds up giving you a high 18, you might have buried your brother. That's going to be fun. All right. Get Thank out you, of here, Dell. Dell. All right. Well, let me, I'll leave you now with the immortal words of Maud's first crush in high school. Uh-huh. Get her off me! Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, man. Mystic X is up next. Mystic X, you're good to go. Oh, good. Uh... So, uh, well, uh, so we have two subjects today to choose from. We have allergies. I'm joking. No. Um, we have uh, history. Or... All right. Uh, take, take your favorite pick. Uh, I was hoping you guys did it. Uh, <laughs> I would say history. Um, okay, go for it. My ancestor was Sarah Pease. S-A-R-A-H-P-E-E-A-S. She was one of the few survivors. Why are you in my bed? Shut up. <laughs> okay. Shut up my, my brother's... <sighs> this thing is freaking drink because it's the only place I can actually talk. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Your ancestor, uh, Sarah Pease, you got 45 yeah. seconds. Yeah, she was uh, one of the people let go from the Salem trials. Oh, oh really? Which trial? Yeah. She, so she was about to be condemned when they're like, oh, let's, no, let's, let's let her go and let's actually get this person. So she's the one who actually survived it. Nice. Yeah, so she so, wasn't a witch, is I was what you're telling uh, me. That's a shame. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Do you think I can get reparation money if I said they accused my ancestor of? I, I doubt it. You sound pretty white. No, it's just my allergies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for calling. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Uh, Eastern Promise is up next. Eastern Promise. You're I don't know go. what your race is, but you sound pretty Asian to me. <laughs> you did sound Asian. <laughs> He did sound Asian. He was going to have those Blasian children like uh, Tiger Woods style. Yeah, yeah. Like I was white. Yeah, he was white. But he just sounded Asian to me. Blasian, that's a hard accent to pick out. What's up, dude? No, but his kids were going to be Blasian because he had a black wife, remember? That's right. Yeah. Hello? Uh, Eastern Promise, I'll let you hang out if you can get that mic going. Rational Reasoning is up next. Rational Reasoning, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, how you guys doing? Well, uh, I'm enraged, but I'm carrying on. <laughs> okay. 
How are you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not too bad. Well, actually, I'm a little bit tired, to be completely honest. But um, I guess I was going to say, yeah, I guess the, what I was calling about seems to be kind of pertinent today. Hmm. Since you guys just got a strike um, or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I was just going to um, pick. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't mean to be dismissive. It's no, pretty horrible. Yeah, no, you, have okay. to, you have to joke about just, things yeah. to make them fun. Yeah. I, yeah well, that's... I was just, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going to call about the, um, so I've been, I tried to do a little bit of research on Twitter. Like the last leg of this whole thing, I was going to try to see how many government uh, websites were using Twitter. Um, and uh, I came across this article that's, um, I tried to send it to you guys, but I can send it again if you want. But um, yeah, it's an article about, it's from Forbes magazine. And it's about emergency services, like using Twitter. It's mm-hmm. like really good. And I think Blonde would probably like it. Okay. If you guys can still. Yeah. Is, um, so, and, um, but yeah, it's just, uh, well, the one point that it makes that's, that I think, uh, it's really interesting for, for you guys, especially cause I know, I know like Matt is like constitutional and all that. And so like the one thing that it says is that like, so cell phone providers are actually required to, um, to, that, you, that they have to allow people to make nine one nine one one calls. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't pay, like she goes through, a, I'm really bad at recounting the article. Like I'm, I'm butchering it completely. But it's really well. I highly recommend it. And okay. um, but yeah, I I try to send it to you guys if you want to check it out. Sure. Uh, cool. Or you thanks. you can probably just, yeah, no problem. All right, thanks, man. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eastern Promise, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, you guys hear me? Yeah, now you're good. Go for it. Good stuff. To tell you the boomer tech. <laughs> it's yeah. actually um, not our fault. Yeah, I got a question. Yeah, well, partially. Um, Discord, first time, I tell you. Um, yeah, I got a question for you about uh, red pill conversations. Yeah. Okay. So um, not really about, you know, converting normies, but more about conversations that kind of help to, you know, suss people out and, and figure out if they're red pilled in the slightest. Mm-hmm. So, the, so here's some context for you. So I've, I've got a young family, right? And my, uh, my little girl's about to start kindergarten soon. Mm-hmm. And I live in Toronto. And I swear to God, the school board here is just like an absolute oh, yeah. commie loony bin. It's, it's just bananas. And obviously, I'm very concerned about the, the level of indoctrination, you know, and just the general degeneracy that she might be subject to. Yeah. Because... If, you know, if I get one whiff of fucking drag queen story time, there's going to be a one man, the Reconquista, like, like they've never seen in their lives. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, my, my strategy is kind of to, you know, try and form a network of like ally parents, but hmm. it's, cool. it's pretty tricky because a lot of people are either super left wing or they're really blissfully ignorant. So you know, I don't want to find myself on the back end of some kind of a threat narrative. So I just kind of want to get your thoughts on, you know, just testing the red pill waters without necessarily blowing your cover. Like what kind of, oh. you know, how, how would you engage in a conversation just to kind of suss Without out? blowing your cover. So you shouldn't be like, do you think Hitler did anything wrong? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Might be you a know, little too start off a little too coming on a little too strong. Um, I don't know. I would just be like, how about these drag queen story hours? That is an issue that I have gotten totally normal people on board with because they see something like that 
And then you can have the picture on your phone of like the kid crawling all over the, this, you'd be like, this is happening yes. in like every city. The kid ca crawling yeah, over that you're, clear man. You're coming out a little bit strong when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking a little bit more subtlety. Uh, Matt, this is your preview. I don't know because my strategy actually in my general um, social life is like not to talk politics unless someone really insists. I don't really try to dig into somebody else's politics uh, I don't know. I mean, that's not so something I if, try to do. If I was trying to do that, if I, if like, let's say I made a new friend or I've, I met a stranger and I wanted to gauge that without re revealing who I am, I don't know, man. I'm more of just like a, I'm, I guess my, my take is like, I'll befriend somebody. They can ask me about it. If they ask me about it, I will just be a hundred percent clear about where I stand on stuff. I, I you might think that I'd be subtle, but I mostly just wait until someone wants to talk about it. And then I just talk about it. I don't, I don't, or you can talk like about that. something specific that's happening in your school district so that you have yeah. like a, a point of comparison or a basis to talk about these people with. So that sentence made mm. no sense, but you understand what I'm saying. Sure. We got to let you go, but final thought if you want to. Uh, nope. maybe, I don't know I'm if you can hear us or, or maybe he had to take off. Can you, can you still hear me? Uh, yeah, you oh, cut yeah. out for a second, but uh, final thought if you want it. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, steer clear of the pedos, really. <laughs> That's for always everywhere. good advice. Yeah. All right, thank you. Bye. Okay. Uh, Yandere Hay is up next. We can get through all the callers if we keep people on a two-minute clock, so I'm going to see if I can do that. Yandere Hay, you're good to go if you're ready. All right. Hopefully I can make this uh, fast. Sure. I, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna go with something else, but I figured I'd go with something a little bit lighter. Uh, back to that uh, third armored division in World War II. Uh huh. They just get to Cologne, and the infantry attached to them, to the tanks, have to go building to building, clearing it. And a guy by the name of Buck goes in. Says in German, come out. We don't shoot. Mm -hmm. By the time they get to the sixth, fifth, or sixth building, the Germans come out laughing. What happened was he got two of the letters switched. So instead of saying Schießen, which is shoot, yeah. he said Scheisser. Okay. Which is, come out, we don't shit. <laughs> well, at least they got the message, I guess, and still yeah. came out anyway. Well, but basically, once his little patrol found out that instead of saying, come out, we don't shoot, come out, that he actually said, come out, we don't shit, they had all got a much needed laugh to break some of the tension they were under. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Thought, thought that was a kind when I first read that, I thought it was freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. All right. Final thought from me, if you want it. Uh, did you guys hear about the no, story time. in California that if Trump doesn't release his tax returns, he's not going to be on their primary ballot? Yeah. yeah is I it heard. only the primary that's what I read, but I'm not sure because I didn't read it in depth. Is it just the primary? Because it really doesn't matter. I mean, it no, doesn't matter overall, it doesn't matter but it especially all. doesn't matter in the primary. 
And I know it's, you know, if you're in California, it's still annoying on principle. But as a practical matter, there's no significance whatsoever. Yep. Yeah. But the last time I remember hearing about districts not putting a presidential candidate on the ballot was 1860. Hmm. And the candidate was Abraham Lincoln. Ah, fair point. Fair point. That's uh, it's ominous. All yeah. right, thank you, man. So, all right, Bye. have a good one. See ya. Ovid's up next. Ovid, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey guys, what's up? Hey. Oh, you know, just yeah. just yeah. struggling to get through the YouTube obstacle course. You know how it is. I, I got. But we got over 900 you. people on uh, on D Live right now, so that's Seriously? that's the silver lining. Glad to see everybody coming over. Thanks for doing yeah. that. Good for you guys. I usually call in to like rant and vent about certain shit, but I'm just in such a black pill mood from having conversations before the debates and yesterday yeah. with my, my parents and I. It's clear that we live in entirely different worlds. You, you and know? your parents, or you mean just uh, the left generally? Uh, us, us and the left. Okay. You know, like pe- people, this alternative versus the, the mainstream and particularly the left where, you know, Basically, America was just this normal, fine place, and then all of a sudden, a literal, blatant, out-and-out racist took over the presidency and is implementing concentration camps on the border. Yeah. You know, and I I don't want to talk or rage about that stuff today, so <laughs> sure. what are your guys' favorite uh, baby names and names that you would like to oh, man. name your children? I've, I've not thought about this at all. Oh man, I, I've got I've got some weird ones that people have already panned. Uh, I love the name Sterling. I like the name Leaf. Huh. And how do you spell it? Is it L E I or L I E? I think it's L E I F. I like Liam. I like that name. Liam. Liam's a good name. Yeah, Wesson, which is a family name. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah. Well. Uh- uh, blonde, you, you should start narrowing, narrowing them down because uh, I don't think you're fooling anybody. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll never tell right. anybody. Do you, do you have any? I've not put any thought to this whatsoever. It's uh... Well, I've, I've talked a bit with my girlfriend. We both really love the name um, Penelope. Oh, ah, that's pretty. That's classic. Except yeah. Penny is kind of a stupid... Yeah, how do you shorten oh. it? Yeah. No, Penny, Penny's a cute name. Hmm. Penelope's a uh, pretty name, though. Um, and Charlotte is also oh, a great sure. name. It's a very British name. Um, Good choice. Anyway, I just, just didn't but want to People are going to think that you named her after Charlottesville and they'll call you racist. Yeah. Yes, you are racist I though, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everyone, they, yeah, secretly the stream got shut down for racism. We all uh-huh. know that. Yeah, totally. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, Avid. Uh, hashtag Yang Gang. Peace. Did he have a good performance tonight? He's talking right now. I could nah, tune in. I I've been listening to you guys, so I'll go back ah. and watch later. All right. Have a good night. See you. I, uh, I jokingly posted on Twitter a couple of weeks ago because Andrew Yang was saying that if he was elected president, he would declassify Area 51. <laughs> I was like, all right, kind of on board. Okay. You're on the right track. Go yeah. on. Uh, okay, next up is uh, Fire Hefe. Fire Hefe. Fire Hefe. You're good to go. Beer Chief. Is that what it is? We'll, yeah. we'll go with that. Okay. We'll go with this because um, I am a Canuck and uh, a lot of people 
it's an anagram of my name and a lot of people when they see it they think oh is he like scandinavian or spanish yeah i thought i thought it was jefe like you know spanish chief yeah oh chief or boss yeah anyway uh first time caller um mid to long time listener i guess i've discovered you matt last few months but i i've known about blonde since about a year Mm. um and yeah i knew about blonde before you but i'm happy to have discovered your channel yeah Um, thanks for coming over thanks yeah well yeah and thank you for this opportunity for us to come and vent and talk sure uh anyway so uh what i wanted to bring up was um just some thoughts on culture and and Catholicism, because that's something I subscribe to as well. Mm-hmm. And I sent Blonde an email a while ago um, because she was, like, was having a problem with uh, some trads, I guess. You, she went to, a, some you went to a trad parish. Well, you went to a trad parish. You didn't quite oh, yeah. say if it was SSPX or whatever, but I guess that doesn't matter. Because um, the question of... of religiosity and culture has been something part of my life for a long time and um i had my i'm about in my early 30s and i've had my conversion in high school and it was kind of a rebellious thing but i started reading history and and uh learning about music and art and things and it's just like this is something we really need to uh work on as a part of our as a part of our work for um, for the future. And I think it was uh, Millennial Woes and Sargon had this conversation about uh, the necessity of art. And I'm trying to think of if it was millenn- um, part of Millennial or it, I, one of those things in the past. And mm-hmm. it was one of the few things like that, that they um, both engaged in, they agree on, of course, because sure. it's such an... In- integral part of culture and um, all right uh final yeah. thought for me if you want it um i just want to say keep doing this and uh shout we'll try. out to um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. yeah thank you I, yeah we're trying shout out to yeah. my canadian uh friends who also listen eastern promise i'm there for you man uh, fellow <laughs> ontarian who has to deal with the liberal bs yeah we'll talk soon all right thanks man hey Okay, Tails is up next. Uh, but I don't see Tails hanging out, so maybe Tails had to take off. Or Tails, if you're listening, hop into the one of, one of the waiting rooms and I can uh, I can get you. Admin Voss is up after that. Admin Voss, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Hey. Uh, okay. You know, aside Just, from... Uh... Yeah. It's, it's that kind of night. What's on your mind? Uh, not much. I don't know if you guys had seen that 65-year-old woman who got uh, pulled over for the brake light and tased. No, that's news to me. What's that about? Oh, yeah, boy, it's this uh, boomer talking about day of the pillow. This lady decides, hey, I'm going to drive around for six months with a broken brake light. Yeah. She was already stopped once for it. In this body cam footage, she stopped again. She doesn't want to sign the ticket. She drives off, the officer follows her, 
pulls her over again, drags her out of the fucking car, and t- tases her. The Sounds reason like uh, that wow. falls in the category of Boomer had it coming. Oh yeah, day of the oh, pillow God. boy. I can't tell you. This lady just sounds so entitled. The way she speaks to the officer, I can imagine someone on the other side of a McDonald's window trying to respond to this ordinary boomer. And uh, I can't help but feel that she had it coming. Dude, I know I, we have a lot of boomer fans. So every time I talk about this, like I get emails like I'm a boomer and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but like I am just dripping with disdain for boomers. Oh, come on. I am. They not hand all. us this. Gar- no, no. no. Uh, OK, fine. Not all. But they <laughs> hand us this shit culture and they're like, you guys are so entitled and lazy and addicted to social media and blah, blah. It's like you fucked up everything and now we're all in huge amounts of debt everybody's a degenerate and you guys all did a garbage job raising your kids thanks really appreciate it you did to me so much hate (laughs) in that heart i know (laughs) i'm just gonna pretend like nobody's listening to this like we're just uh not really streaming because we kind of aren't right uh well to be the judge they're still hanging out over on uh, d live um admin boss final thought if you want it uh sure i think uh red falcor suggested we get some diversity in here of thought so uh car of the week let's talk about (laughs) i can't google anything or my computer will explode but be quick be quick go for it if you want the az1 autozam check out this little cute guy all right i'll have to take your word for it because yeah both of our computers are about to blow up it's so hot sure so so i can't google but no no google but i will take your word for it on the car see you later Thanks, man. Yeah. Boomers. Okay. Uh, Do you kind of want to see a video of a boomer getting tased, though? On Suzu. Not yet. Wait till we're done with the stream. Oh, no, I can't now. <laughs> I'll have to have a little period after the show, too, where I, like, set my computer down in a cool place. I should put yeah, it I can't there. wait to end the stream and then have to email 50 people, uh, email accounts uh, at YouTube and get on a Google chat let with me know some if I can random person in India. Can I help well, you, you or do it? No, I don't think you. so because you, you got to be like the channel owner. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks, YouTube. Instead of working on videos tomorrow, I get to try to track down who the hell I'm supposed to talk to so that I can continue to post videos on your fucking platform all the while making you money. Lots of yeah, money. I know you're right. Gotta love them. Uh, gotta love them. Yeah. What's up, man? Oh, uh, it's my first time calling in. want to say hey. I love you guys. I, I am one of your... Very, very few. You can add. You can add a second hand because I'm one of your black viewers. Well, there hey, you go. Right. I knew there were more blonde. The more than what blonde was leading on. They're out there. I think you're number three. We are out here. <laughs> Getting closer to a second hand. That's all that matters. Yeah, for uh, sure. I just want to let you guys know that uh, I love the show, and I love what you guys do. You you uh, put a clear voice out there, and this debate is hilarious. Oh, really? Amid all the nonsense, I haven't really tuned in. So, what's been the funniest part? Um, I think the best thing has been Tulsi going in on Kamala Harris for jailing black people for marijuana and Ooh. then laughing about smoking it. Ooh, Ooh I knew somebody was going to bring that up. Did, so was Tulsi effective? Do you think she got the upper hand? Oh, she, she got her. Twitter sort of blew up immediately after Nice, that. good. Kamala needs to be taken down after the stunt she pulled last time. Yep. Yeah, every, everyone seems to be attacking Biden primarily and Kamala second, secondly. Hmm. Okay. Anybody else have a good performance, you think? Not from what I can tell. Booker's trying to get his jabs in here and there, and Biden's yeah. playing defense. Oh, man. As expected. Hmm. Okay. 
All right. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Much appreciated. Yeah, thank you. Have a good night, guys. You as well. Okay. I got to see what's... Just a couple more. Mustache Asian is up next. Mustache Asian, you're good to go if you're ready. Hi. Yeah, it's been a while. Been a yeah. While. Hey. What's on your mind? Um, just uh, just want to give a little update. I've been busy, so I couldn't call in for a while. Sure. Schedule couldn't line up. So, yeah, I just uh, left California. Oh, wow. Uh, Where are you good? living in what? The Bay Area? Is that where you were living? I live, yeah, I lived in the Bay Area, just south yeah. of San Francisco. You know, and Daily you City. left, uh, do you keep your same job or you got a new job or what are you doing? I, I, well, the circumstances was a little bit, a little bit, um, um, sticky. So I couldn't really elaborate here. Like, gotcha. you know, but I can maybe talk about the story later on. But, but anyways, I got out of there, um, unscathed, uh, yeah. sort of. But anyways, I was kind of to, fleeing the area too. To where? Where'd you go? <laughs> to Seattle, actually. Oh, ah. well, uh, like Seattle uh, proper, or are you in a suburb? Uh, in the suburb, northern mm. Seattle. So okay, you might be safe to then. Yeah, closer to shoreline area, so not not gonna be like you know amongst the dumpster fire anyway. Unless not a little further away, but you can still see a lot of homeless up here. You know, yeah. so it's, you can it's see not... the dumpster fire. Sure. You can see, yeah, I can the see the dumpster fire. Try to not yeah. get close yeah. to it, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's about ten miles north of the yeah. dumpster fire. But anyways, do you? Uh, yeah, how long so, have you been there? You do you like it there? Like two months now. Two months. Yeah. Better or worse than San Francisco in your assessment, or you know the um, general Bay Area? It's, it's better because it's there's it's greener. It's not yeah. as much of a desert, you know, because San Francisco was a desert, and more more space. You know, you're not like smashed together with other yeah. other houses. You know, so you That's have a backyard. True. You have a lot of trees. So, yeah, a lot less stress that way. But anyways, so yeah, there so. are like fewer pounds of fecal matter per square foot in Seattle because of its size than in San Francisco. Basically, yeah, <laughs> and also like the uh, you know, like we were worried about you know, like the, the housing prices going up actually slow down mostly actually. Yeah. Because China is cracking down on people bringing money out of its country, so you yeah. can't launder money as much here. Um, yeah. So my my dad works for a Chinese like real estate guy, so he's like, yeah, we, it's been really slow recently. So, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's outside Seattle proper is slowed down a little bit in terms yeah. of its gentrification, whatever you, can, you may call it, or invasion, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Gentrification, yeah. infestation, infestation, <laughs> racist yeah, infestation. But All right, um, totally. Still, still needs a lot of work. So sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Well, thanks, thanks man, and thanks congrats on uh, congrats on the move. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Bye. Right. Bye. Okay. Uh, just three more, three more, and then we'll we'll get we'll get through everybody. And I think actually it might be less because I think Jess maybe had to take off. Romanus. Uh, so we got Romanus, and then the last call is going to go to Judah. <laughs> but actually, Judah might have had to take off too. So, uh, Romanus, you'll get last last word if you want it. Excellent, guys. It's been a little while, so hello. Sorry I've been sure. away for so long. <laughs> sure. Um, What's on your mind? Yeah. Well, hmm. we've seen... How can I say this? You know, it's one of those instances where we have to look at, you know, so-called conservative or right-wingers and have be a little bit cynical. Uh, we've obviously seen well, since I was last on, we had the Australian election and yeah. we've yeah. had Boris Johnson take over the Tories in uh, Britain. And yet... Yeah, he cucked out really fast, didn't he? 
Oh yeah, like he gave like a hell stonking like speech in the the House of Commons, which was not bad. Uh, and then, like Theresa May, just seems to screw up every yeah. time after that. It's quite amazing. Pushed out immediately. So he's going to like allow all illegal immigrants to stay, basically. He's talking about yeah, well, amnesty. Yeah, well, I think uh, his uh, his position on amnesty is quite um quite obvious to people. And that's you insane. Straight and straight. Strange. What I find intriguing is that some kind. I guess there's a few guys, a few people who listen to you guys who would probably watch Sargon and I, obviously we don't sure. agree with everything he says but he, he has this knack of making astute observations every so often and he gets jo- Bojo perfect. It's like yeah, he's a liberal and yes he is and sometimes we get a little bit excited when we actually discard someone like Theresa May off to the side but then yeah. be absolutely surprised when he articulates his actual views on things and then go, oh we're disappointed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you've uh, actually heard this yourselves because obviously Australia's not quite so important at the minute. But um, we uh, a couple of months ago, we had a state election in the state of New South Wales and the Conservative government there, so-called Conservative government, was predicted to not win, and they did. Um, kind of like the federal election, which, uh, which occurred just afterwards. And um, yeah, so the Conservative government remained in New South Wales and now in the midst of a drought, which has affected uh, a lot of the agricultural areas, they're now pushing abortion laws, hmm. the most aggressive abortion laws in the country. Hmm, interesting. So like late term? What are we talking uh, about? Not quite. I actually, to be honest, I don't really know, but I think it's beyond, if I'm not mistaken, if someone can correct me in the chat, I'm not entirely sure. I think the latest permissible in Australia might be other 12 or 16 weeks. It's beyond that. Hmm. Okay. So, um, All right. yeah, you just uh, add that into the file of conservatives finding ways to trip over themselves and contradict their uh, yeah. base yeah, brilliant. All right. Well, thanks for the update, man. Yeah, thanks for coming. No, all good, guys. And listen, good to hear from you and keep it up, eh? Sure. Thanks. Have, all have right. Bless you guys. Bye. Peace well. Thanks. That's um, a good voice right there. I, I love the Australian accent, you know. Uh, Thoughts and blogs popped in, so I'm actually going to give him last word really quickly if he's available. Thoughts and blogs, I'll give you last word if you're ready. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, Real quick, I know you guys are trying to uh, get out of there, but um, on DLive, I tried essentially super chatting. Yeah. Um, Do you get real money for that? Uh, So... I'm not, there is apparently a super chat function and I apologize if people are trying to do that tonight because I'm not entirely familiar. So in terms of reading the message, that's not something I've integrated. If you're talking about the actual Lino, their system by which you can support the stream, yes, I can confirm I'm getting paid out for that. Uh, so it's, some people had some skepticism about that. There's no skepticism on my end. I've not seen any problems with it. If people want to support the show that way, I've I've had no issue with it. The people that have been supporting so far over there, the money goes through just fine. So yeah. uh, it is in a weird format where you're you know you're donating ninjas and ice cream and stuff. But uh, but yeah, it it does work. If you, if your question is just strictly like, does it work as advertised? In my experience, after a few months, the answer is yes. You really donate because ninjas I, and ice cream. You have to you have to buy their own. You basically. Uh, buy their on-site crypto and tip people in the crypto mm. but it's the it's not dollars or like a bitcoin for example it's like a, a thousand of these things is a, a ninja one of these things is ice cream 
hundred. Well, of I demand that you all send us mini ninjas. Is that right? Basically, yeah. I've never been on D Live. I have no idea how it works. So um, I just show up to the well, show. Well, <laughs> I was only asking because I I super chatted quote unquote to try it out, and I paid like fifteen bucks, and it seems yeah. to pin it up top just like a regular super chat. Okay. And um, I was so just maybe I just don't understand how where those go. I mean, at least on the user end, like I said, it puts him right at the top, like like a super chat. And um, I, I was uh, only pointing this out because I think if you read them like super chats, maybe like say on Sunday your ch- your channel is still down or whatever. Yeah, people can super chat through here. And my, I mean, I know it's not as good, but it's you know. My only oh, see, well, the, my good. question on this, and I'll have to spend some time learning about it. it um, not just for Sunday if this is the replacement, but. Um, if in case people choose to do this, uh, when, you know, whenever, not just cause YouTube's down, but cause they want to be over there. The next thing about YouTube's format is it just puts them on a page for us so we can read them whenever we want. Mm-hmm. Like if I look at the chat right now, I don't see any of them, but right. maybe I missed, did they expire or something? Yeah. Um, it's just maybe. like a super chat. It, it has like a timer that okay. starts going down or whatever. And eventually they disappear. Yeah. So I need to figure out, uh, how to read them after the fact, basically. You know, if, if people have contributed them tonight, um, appreciate the support of the show, obviously, and uh, my apologies for not being able to read them now. I'll do my best to learn this. Uh, you know, additional stuff I have to, additional tasks I have to do thanks to YouTube's fuckery, you know, uh, messing with a system that works. YouTube's like, huh, you know, we've had a good uh, relationship by which Let's we've been making money for having to do nothing for years. Yeah. Let's ban it. Yeah, really, idiots. <laughs> God. Well, I won't take any more of y'all. Time. I just thought if, if you started reading those, people would be motivated to give you money. Yeah, on D-Live. no, thank sure. you. Yeah, you absolutely. And it would be my intention. I just, I literally don't know how right now. That's the only thing. <laughs> so I will, uh, I'll well, see if I can learn that. Yeah, well, I hope y'all's night gets a little bit better. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. See ya. See ya. Bye. Okay, that will be it on calls tonight. Uh, and we have, I'll, I'll check up on Streamlabs. I do know how to do that still. If it doesn't blow up my computer here. Um, let's see, we do have a few people over on Streamlabs. Walsey says, does this still work if you're only on DLive? Yes, uh, Streamlabs is independent of YouTube and DLive. So that will always work unless we get banned there too. Fre- and thank you for coming over. Fregle says, Matt, whatever you do, don't cut out the F-bombs from the audio file of the podcast. We've never seen you generally angry, and it was pretty epic. Better uh, better movie recommendation. Hostels, don't worry about YouTube. We got you, fam. Um, yeah, no, I don't censor the uh, the audio feed, so people are, are – they can have that later. And you know he what? I can angry quarterly. It's, it yeah, so I'm glad you appreciated it. That's a silver lining. Regal also says racism, race assumptions, sexual undertones, F-bombs, dropped streams. These are some of my favorite things. Oh, I didn't do it in the song form, but yes. Thank you. Calif Tom? Cali Tom? Uh, what do you think we're more likely to hear from rat shit Taliban to leave? <laughs> I don't have to worry anymore. I'm not on YouTube. Read them all. Rat shit <laughs> Taliban to leave. And the Hamas Democrats at the next convention. No borders, no wall, no USA at all. Uh, or a rousing rendition of Kill the White Farmer. That's like 50-50 odds, I would yeah, say. So Both like... seem plausible. <laughs> Michu says some people with parentheses around their name did something to you. Susan Wikistein uh, did it. God. 
Thank you. The wiki wiki is the proper pronunciation. That means I need to dip into my hooker fund to donate to your duct tape fund. Keep strong, Matt. The show will go on. Don't worry. This is a it's noble just, career. I'm not even, I'm chosen. not mad because I feel like, oh, they're going to ban me. I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. No, I'm mad because I know I'm going to have to spend like six hours of bullshit emails and nonsense yeah. tasks to fix something that didn't need fixing. That's In why I'm mad. It's right. just a waste of fucking time. That's Sorry. why I'm mad. Yeah. And Kevin Flanagan has come over. Oh, nice. He says, Matt's fiance should read, should name his fiance's kid Tyrone after his dad. Bronson should name her kids Ping. Thank you. Kevin. <laughs> uh, I am not actually Asian. I don't know why people think this. Leave Tyrone alone. He's very nice. Okay. Uh, I do want to thank our top uh, supporters over on DLive, Odyssey, Walsey, uh, and thoughts and blogs as previously mentioned. So thank you guys. Uh, again, I'll try to learn how to read the messages uh, for next time. I'll, I'll sort that out. Um, and I will announce it on Sunday. We're also a partner over on DLive. So you can subscribe on DLive if you want to do a Patreon style monthly, monthly contribution. That's available as well. Uh, DLive has been immediately responsive and helpful with me. And well, I actually have that. a person I can talk to there. Yeah. Oh. Huh. But, you know, there will, there will be a home for the show. Rest assured, it's not going anywhere. Just, I just, I just don't want needless hurdles thrown up in my path yeah. because of these people. Okay. You know, I'm just, obviously we're, the debate didn't really happen tonight. We're, we don't have a ton of time and we have a lot of questions. So screw the debate. I'll watch it later. Uh, let's get into the questions and then we'll close out the stream. Colt uh, sent us a question and I want to uh, give him credit because he sent it by snail mail. Like I got oh. a letter in the PO box. That's amazing. So I put it in here. Uh, recently, I've seen several references to the phrase one man's terrorist is, is another man's freedoms fight, freedom fighter. I completely disagree with this line of comparison. However, I would like to hear your takes on it. Nah, a terrorist is a terrorist. So... Really? So politically motivated violence is always off the table? Uh, you want to take this one? Well, I will still stick with... I got I have to go with my principles. Um, generally, I think the, the, a legitimate use of force is a, is a defensive use of force. Someone attempting to violate your rights or threatening to violate your rights to use force defensively to protect your rights. Uh, am I in favor of, I mean, if your rights are being violated, I don't think it's terrorism at that point. Cause I don't think it's politically motivated violence. I think it's violence in defense of your rights. So I guess I'd have to, maybe that's not a satisfactory distinction, but yes, I am always opposed to offensive politically motivated violence that has to be off the table with, I guess with the exception that like in, in, in you know, if we're talking about international conflict, declared war, I'm just talking about. You're a guy who has a political belief in your head. Is it justified to try to force that belief onto other people through violence as an individual? The answer to me is no. Unless it involves pedophiles, in which case, kill them all. <laughs> which um, very clearly defined class. Yes. Uh, this yeah. is from Abel. Blonde, while discussing the Antifa ice building attacker in Tacoma, you dismissed the legitimacy of his martyrdom. Do you still think dying for your beliefs is valuable considering that your adversaries will downplay in, uh, and rubbish any symbolism you aim for and your, and your team is minus one? Um, do you still think dying for your beliefs is valuable? Uh, 
Yes, but I don't think that he was really dying for any specific set of beliefs. I think that he this was ego gratifying for him. Hmm. And I think it's worth mentioning that he was going through a terrible custody dispute. I'm sure in some way that was relevant. He's like, oh, well, I have no money. I'm not going to see my kid anymore. And my bitch wife took me for everything I'm worth. And so I might just go out while people think I'm a hero. I don't actually think that he believes any of this stuff, right? Hmm. Well, I don't, uh, the question's not for me, so I'll kind of punt it, but I certainly don't think his death had any effect for the cause he claims to believe in. It, no. There's no meaningful effect. It did nothing. Right. Yeah. Uh, Brett says, Trump recently pointed out the terrible state of Baltimore. You two often criticize such cities as San Francisco, Chicago, and Seattle for high violent crime rate, rampant homelessness, and filthiness. How do you reconcile this with the claim that America is the best place on earth to live? If we really are the greatest, why don't our cities reflect that? That being said, I do believe the ideas enshrined in our constitution are the best in the world. And our current state of decay mainly the result is our current uh, state of decay mainly the result of straying away yeah. from these values. Well, I do think that's half the answer. Uh, yeah. I certainly think one of the main problems uh, with a lot of these Democrat-controlled inner city environments is a, a, uh, is a rejection of constitutional values and the rule of law. Mm -hmm. uh, and the other part of it too is like, yeah, I, I don't think that the Baltimores or the San Francisco's of the country are, are a representation exactly, of the totality yeah. of the country. I think they are anomalies, and uh, which is unfortunate because I do agree that in terms of our, our, our big cities in an ideal world, I think would be representative of our country. Think of San Francisco and, and all the architecture there and the Golden Gate itself. It should be, it was once a very beautiful city. I mean, it American still is in parts. American cities in comparison to most major cities in the world. I, I, but I'm, I, I think they should be something that we should be proud of. They don't have to be shit. But when I talk about how America is a great place to live, it's only because, you know, you can retreat to the heartland and, mostly, and have a bunch of guns and mostly people leave you alone. Yeah, it's not because I like loved living in New York or anything like that. But when I visit other cities in um, other parts of the world, I'm like, hmm, this is kind of better than all American cities. Hmm. Mostly European even, cities. Even currently, because um, they've had a no, lot of problems I mean, with the with the immigration. Uh, last time I was in too. Paris, it was it was just filled with Africans and Muslims. I was like, what the hell happened? But when I went to Paris in like 2005, I was like, this is the most beautiful and amazing place I've ever been in my life. Hmm. So, I don't know. We've all got problems, I guess. This is from John. Hey, y'all. If Marianne Williamson finally commits herself to some irrationally derived figure for reparations, what possible source material would her conceived cater of scholars turn to in order to substantiate who will be getting the Benjamins? Um, I have no idea how they're going to do this. We've talked about this many times, but like, I, I hope that everybody goes forward with this reparations thing because the logistics are just so hilarious. Well, that's uh, one of the most unsatisfying things about her answer is I'm just going to give money to this so-called black council to decide how the funds are to be. Right. Her plan is not to give it like cash to individuals. It's to give it. It's to basically have the government set the money aside and this council of quote unquote black leaders will decide how to spend it on say like city parks and jobs trainings, training programs and things like that. The problem is you've deferred all the judgment to this black council. Right. The question remains, why doesn't the black council get to judge what money is appropriate? Why does Marianne Williamson get to judge what mm -hmm. money is appropriate? Maybe she'd cave on that, according to her own reasoning, and just say, no, a council of 10 black people gets to extort the country for 
an unlimited amount of money right. until right. they're satisfied, which I'm sure will be a reasonable amount. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that uh, lady's crazy, but she had she did perform well last night. A lot of people were. She was. Yeah, I heard people you, talking you'll, about. You'll it. appreciate this. She was the most googled candidate in every state, but Montana. Where Steve We're, Bullock, yeah. our governor, was the most Googled candidate because everybody said, really? That guy's been our governor for eight years? Wow. Who knew? <laughs> Who is he? Yeah. yeah. I guess Wikipedia says it's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Retro Robot Radio says Bob Mueller came off as uninformed, asleep, and possibly senile at the House hearing. How long before leftists turn on him, claim he was unfit for the job, and say they need to do the investigation again with a new God, special counsel? That hadn't counsel? even occurred to me. I know they've tossed him out the, the, the car. You know, The Democratic clown car has tossed him out already. You won't see him again. He's not going to come back. It seems clear to me that th- that was it, it was a strategic mistake to have him testify in the first place. Yeah. yeah. But I had not thought about the possibility of starting over. Not good enough of a job, do it again. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Jerry Nadler came out oh tomorrow and said that. What a disaster. I hope that mm. that had actually had not even occurred to me until this moment. Um, but you'll see there's been a lot of talk about the necessity of a path to redemption over the last few weeks. My question is, do you think there's a point where redemption is not an, op- uh, not an option, even if someone wants it? Do you draw a line? Why or why not? And if so, where would you draw the line? Yeah, raping kids. That's where Killing I draw people. the line. Yeah, I mean, taking away someone else's life intentionally. I don't even know. Do you, do you think that there are no legitimate reasons to murder somebody? What if they rape your kid? No. Well, there are there's self-defense, but aggressive premeditated murder against a person? No, I, you I can you aggressively a, premeditate to murder somebody that has raped your kid. That's But that's extrajudicial. You're taking the law into your own hands at that point, and that's still a, that's a major problem. You're going to yeah, have but vigilante I think, society. No, no, I totally agree with you. But I, do, yeah. I, I think he's talking about the point at which somebody is no longer morally redeemable. Oh, as opposed to, well, I, I try to craft... I, well, I guess that's a good question. Do you separate your, your own moral judgment from the legal... Um, yeah, for sure. But I don't think I don't think there's any moral justification by which you can decide that the law insufficiently punished someone for his crime. So I get to go kill him now. I don't I, unless you're stopping a crime in action and you're engaging in self-defense. Otherwise, you are just taking the law into your own hands. Yeah, it's just I know. Just, you know, but I think in some of those instances, I would not be like that person is beyond redemption. I'd be like, I understand why you did that, dude. Yeah, I that is, let's put it let's think of an example like convicted child rapist gets gets killed his dad or the the dad of the kid kills the the rapist. Um I think as a legal matter the law as unpopular as that may be has to punish that guy. But as a moral matter do I consider it the same as somebody who just decided they they were mad at their girlfriend and premeditated and mm-hmm. killed her in premeditated yeah. fashion. Yeah, I'd judge those people differently. I, I certainly yeah. would. Agreed. But the, but the question is, do you draw a line? Why or why not? Or it, it, is there a line at which uh, redemption is not an option? I guess I'd have to say that. Like permanently robbing somebody else of their rights through murder. To me, the just the just uh, justice in that case would be permanently taking away your rights, whether yeah. that's... Um, in prison for life or the death penalty. I, I tend to oppose the death penalty, but, um, but you can take away people's rights permanently through other means. 
Um, I'm just going to keep reading this because I feel like it. Uh, Henry okay. says, how do you feel about religious differences in a relationship and or marriage? How big of a roadblock do you think it could be? I've been talking to a girl with whom I have a lot in common, but my only major reservation is that she, a Christian, is deeply religious and I am an agnostic. Mm. Um, I think it is huge. They say the big three reasons people get divorced, religion, money, and sex. Mm. Uh, differences in, in all three of those, like how you spend your money, how often you want to have sex, and whether or not you have religion in common. It is a whole worldview your entire perception is shaped by religious um, beliefs. I would say it's really important to have the same. Religion. Yeah. It depends. It depends what shapes those base level values. If, yeah. if, if you have religion, two different faiths that are shaping. So I, it's hard to think about. Like, I think if you have your base level values similar or the same, it could probably work even if you're not technically the same faith, but how often is that the case, I suppose, that two different faith traditions have the exact same base level values? Uh, well, when you're a totally terrible person and you have a marriage of convenience like Huma Abedin and Anthony Weiner. Hmm. They I, made it. I'm, well, they're divorced. I think they're getting back together. I saw him moving back. Well, he's out of jail now, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm cautious to advocate against it unless there are some meaningful... Uh, clashes of values in play. Like if you actually agree on values, then I then I think I'd, I'd probably be less worried about it. This is Chris. And in regards to a comment made on last week's show, do you think a pedophile pedophile will be the new racist, or will it be the new transgender? I mean, they're already starting to normalize. That's true. That's a good question. I had not thought about it in that framing. Will pedophile become the new racist, as in the worst thing possible, or will it go the other route? Will it become the new transgender where it's, it's totally normalized and it's, uh, it's just something we all have to accept or be right. bigoted? That is a great way to frame it. I'd not thought, in, thought of it in that way. Oh, God. It's gonna be uh, my guess is both. My guess is both because the left is always unprincipled. So pedophile will be both um, an insult and something to sympathize with, depending <laughs> on who they're trying to hurt great. and who they're trying to protect. That's great. Um, well, Stanley. let's put it this way. Pedo How about this? Pedophile will be the worst thing possible. The, the new racist. Minor attracted person will be the new transgender at oh, the same time. Oh, my God. Burn it down. At the same time, yeah. Stan with a good beard. Good evening, friends. Bit of a conspiracy theory here regarding a minimum wage push lately. Do you think Democrats could fully understand the impact raising minimum wage will have on jobs and the economy and want it raised in hopes of taking away the one thing they believe Trump can lash onto? As a reason for his success as president, we always say Trump plays 40 chess. Are the Dems capable of it as well? Um, yeah, totally. And I think one of the reasons they want to raise the minimum wage, we were talking about, was it uh, Shia Tlaib that was advocating the $20 minimum wage last week? Yeah. Um, we always are like, do these people not understand basic economic principles? But I think a lot of it is that they realize that it's going to crowd out the most unskilled sector and there will be an increase in welfare dependence, which just buys them a permanent voting block of dependent people. And they have to know that. I mean, I, I don't believe they're that. Stupid. It does seem like a common theme that they want to basically be your overlord that right. gives you everything and, you know, is kind of your parent, basically. Yeah. Like you get your allowance and they tell you what the rules of the house are. Right, exactly. And you're going to get in line you. and obey. Yeah, yep. yeah. So if it is deliberate, I can see that theme because that theme appears in so many places. It's hard for me to believe it's all, circum it's all a coincidence. 
I agree. Um, this is from JS. Yeah. Regarding state sovereignty and federalism. I'm just going to read all these. Sorry, Matt. Um, last Wednesday, you stated that you're inclined to support a baseline of untouchables at the federal level that should extend to the states. My question is, who determines what the baseline is and how is that to be achieved? I don't remember saying this. Well, we've, we've talked about this, the, the concept of the original intent of the federal constitution not being extended to the states. That is to oh, say, yes. you don't necessarily, okay. like, what if you didn't have a free speech right before the state of Idaho? Mm -hmm. And we've just, and I, I agree that, that the original intent was not necessarily to apply to the states. It later was through the 14th, whatever. Anyway, um, the question is, is that a good thing? And while I who, his question specifically is who determines what that baseline would be? Because we're saying, listen, it's not that bad if the Bill of Rights extends to all the states. Mm -hmm. His question is who determines what that baseline of untouchables would be? My answer is the states. Yeah. So the Constitution was you know, crafted through a convention of the states. Uh, and if we want to, let's say we want to amend that, you can do that through a convention of states as well. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a terrible thing because as a country you have to have some common baseline values or else why are you a country mm -hmm. what what what's the purpose of being yeah, together in any federation if you share literally no yeah. values whatsoever Otherwise, why would, would you just even, be a disparate collection of states why bother why would you engage in common defense if the next state over isn't worth defending <laughs> i suppose like those questions exist now with california even yeah or some, some other states but um but that would be my answer, because I do agree that if you go too far with this, you're just, you know, it, the other side of the states' rights issue is, I, unfortunately, I think where we are right now, which is too powerful of federal government, not enough power in the state's hands, power gets too centralized, and you got a problem of who are these bosses and what gives them the authority to tell us what to do. Yeah, okay. So my, my answer would be that because we are a federation of states, if the states get together and decide what the baseline rules of membership in the club are, that's fine with me. That's that's the strategy I would uh, yeah, employ. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Josh says, hi, Mountain Blonde. Join the faith team. I'm praying for you both. I think God finds each of us where and when we need him. Uh, number two, don't you think Victor Black, while the CNN host was angry, not crying, he's holding back rage to spice his <laughs> lip. I've done work in Baltimore and can confirm there are neighborhoods that are rough, but also really swanky places. The divide between rich and poor is deep and wide. I don't know. It all seemed like he, he put it on to me can't you angry cry isn't are they mutually exclusive tears of rage i don't know maybe. yeah tears of rage sure and thanks um, for the kind words kitchen sink as a former first responder i long held a back the blue mindset toward cops because of what we dealt with on calls yeah however after studying cases such as waco um ruby ridge daniel shaver etc i become more black pilled towards cops as i see many drunk on power even hmm. uh, bloodlust I know hashtag not all, but it seems the justice system will often protect its broke agents in all but the most heinous cases over the citizenry in their oath. If the system of recourse is corrupt, when do the boys in blue become today's red coats? Why do conservatives and 2A people often support a more militized, militarized police um, thoughts? I'm also conflicted about some of the police force. Like I've seen the police do some terrible, terrible things, um, not investigate certain cases, uh, invest mess up like huge very important murder cases um not investigate rapes things like that so you know i'm with you I'm, I'm also conflicted i do not support a more militarized police but i do think for the most part they are good people um doing their jobs but yeah they're, yeah. they're rogue, rogue and rogue. there are a lot of fine line questions here when the, yeah. when are the police uh, uh turning their backs on their constitutional duty and uh, loyalty, those types of questions. Yeah. I th uh, so point taken. I do think a lot of this, 
Um, I do think a lot of this can be solved by just a cultural restoration of genuine trust until proven right. bad faith. That is to say, I think we have our view of the police uh, by default sort of backwards. I'm not saying that there aren't bad cops. It's certainly uh, the cases that he mentioned, Waco, Ruby Ridge. Those are some of the worst. Ruby Ridge in particular is one of the, the worst abuses I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I don't read a lot about this stuff. So there's probably w- way more than that. But I just think we create more problems when we sort of adopt the Black Lives Matter style distrust of the police and make them enemies automatically. Yeah. Because I think that really brings out the worst in basically everybody. You put the police on edge, so they're fearing for their own lives and safety all the time. You tell an entire community that they're unsafe, so they're fearing for their lives and safety. And then you have two hostile forces. It's a really ripe condition for conflict. So... I don't know. I, I guess I would just hope for a, a cultural, a, a, a better cultural understanding or a better cultural attitude to solve this sort of issue. Even though I understand that if you're too cozy with people who are abusive, like if you accept the premise that the police are abusive, that he's going to, and you assume that they're just out to help you, well, you're opening yourself up to abuse. That's the other side of it. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I uh, I know I haven't uh, had a lot of encounters with like inner, inner city police and stuff like that, but in the experience I have had in my life, uh, yes, sir, no, sir, thank you, sir. That stuff gets you a long way with the police yeah. I've encountered, even if they're in the wrong. And I've beat I've beat cops on um, like speeding tickets and parking tickets and stuff like that before. I've I've won, and they pissed me off before. But it's yes, sir, no, and I know that's not the same as like you know some some significant crime case. But the point is, even when they're throwing some bullshit at you. Yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you, sir. Move on. Have your day in court. That's, yeah. that's the strategy, I think. This is from John. My question is, how can we rid of all laws and renegotiate every law when not all laws are by lawmakers because courts make rulings based off of law to set precedent for new and existing yeah. law, which is a problem. We talk about it all the time, um, which can also take years, making it more complicated to rule on law when it's always changing year to year. Or will the courts rule over Congress? Um, we talk about legislating from the bench all the time. It's a huge problem. Uh, I don't really know what we can do to renegotiate those laws. I don't think that, they, yeah. I think we're pretty powerless in that situation. Well, uh, uh, yeah, maybe we just need a clean slate. All right. Uh, we're keeping the same system while well, we're actually going back to the original intent of the system, but we're just we're erasing all the laws <laughs> and we're starting over. Okay. Yeah. And the biggest problem is uh, for how much like hostility, say Antonin Scalia's judicial philosophy gets originalism, like these people are just hateful conservatives or whatever. Unless you believe in a philosophy of originalism, that is to say, I will apply the law as it was meant, as as the meaning was understood understood right. at the time it was at written. Time, yeah. All you're doing is just inserting your own subjective feeling interpretation into the law, and thus creating. Law in, the, law in the way yeah. that the legis the the legislature's job is to do mm-hmm. so to me uh, originalism isn't just the best judicial philosophy it's actually like a constitutional imperative really mm-hmm. to maintain the the um, integrity of the system yeah unless it is distinctly the legislature's job to write laws then yeah you have basically a a an unaccountable supreme I guess it's kind of ironic that the Supreme Court has the name that it is. It wasn't, I don't think it was meant to be supreme over the other branches in the way right. that it is. Yeah, I agree. And uh, we'll have, yeah. <laughs> good, good luck if you want to get all Scalia's on the court these days. But uh, I, think we'd be, I think we'd have a better country if we did. I agree. 
This is from Cameron. Hey guys, so Tuesday was my second time in my lifetime. I'm only 20 to get in trouble for accidentally misgendering someone of the trans community. It was a complete accident. Uh, see, I don't care too much about the issue, so I'll call you when you want to be called, what you want to be called. But I draw the line when I get in trouble for making a dumb mistake. The first time this happened, I was in high school and I got a light punishment from the teacher. Hmm. This time it was at one of my jobs, high school drumline teacher. So my question is, has this happened to you? If so, how do you deal with it? No, because no. I moved to Idaho where there is a grand total of zero trannies. No trannies. So, and this is really interesting. So you're 20, you know, you're, you're 10 years and change younger than me. And I, I went to a, a liberal arts college in Portland. Um, I lived in San Francisco, well, Bay Area for a couple of years. I, I, I mentioned it before. I saw one maybe transgender person, the first like transgender person I ever saw, and I think it might have just been a drag queen, if that even counts, was this person at like a breakfast brunch restaurant in San Francisco when I was 24. And oh, I lived gag. in these liberal enclaves. I've never seen this. I didn't go to college with anyone who was transgender. I didn't go to high school with anyone who was transgender. This was not a thing. And, and so I, I don't have any experience with this because it was not a thing when I was growing up. Yeah. We're supposed to believe that there were all these closeted transgender people who just couldn't find the courage to come out. <laughs> you see these reports now and it's like 10% of our school is trans, but it's not just a trend. No, it's Yeah, there's biological. just no way. There's no way. Okay. Um, thank you for that. This is Cesarean Pizza. I'm not as anti-theist as I used to be, but I'm not sure what I believe these days. How are you reconcil reconciling all the atheist talking points that originally had you stray from religion? Hmm. Like all the fu fucked up stuff that's in the Bible. I still can't get over how the indoctrination is framed as believer else. How can you get behind a God that allows such horrific things to happen on this planet? I guess what I'm getting at is if there is a God, I don't like him much. <laughs> uh, he's a dickhead. I mean, I definitely understand this philosophy, but you... Um, everybody has a different relationship with the understanding of um, whether or not we exist as part of God's plan. And the way my brother has explained it to me has helped me a lot. He's like, if your dog was watching you build a house, do you think your dog would understand what you're doing? And mm. I think about that uh, in terms of God. It's like, I understand that horrible things happen to people that do not deserve it, but I just don't understand uh, I don't understand why I don't understand what the end game is here. And I just have to kind of trust in God that there is a, a larger reason that these things are happening or that he's not controlling everything. Um, mm. yeah. And I, and I've just kind of made peace with that. Yeah. I, I mean, to the points that he makes about like, you know, God allowing certain things, I think the base level, uh, really base level philosophical criticisms of the concept of God, that he's all powerful, all knowing and all good at the same time, which is hard to reconcile with a world in which evil exists. And the world's yeah, fallen I mean, too. That's another thing. Yeah. Like those Satan? sorts of things are difficult for me to wrap my mind around. And by the way, I say this as someone who's still agnostic. I don't consider myself a, a believer in a higher power, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't have any, I don't have hostility to it. I don't think I had hostility yeah. to it at any point in my life. And I, I, quite frankly, as I've said before, I have a certain level of, um, I don't even, I don't want to say jealousy. It's not a jealousy thing, but for people that truly are set in their faith and it brings yeah, them peace yeah. and purpose, I peace. have admiration yeah. for that. Admiration. It's not jealousy. Like, oh, you have something that I don't have. I have admiration for it insofar as it creates purpose in your life. And I'm, and that is always associated with happiness. Anyone who has purpose in their life, they know why they get up in the morning. They know why they do every single thing that they do. And they, 
there's something in the future toward which they are working and they're seeing a little bit of progress on that every day. People who have that, uh, that's what it's all about. You've found, you found, you know, what life is all about. And so, um, so I don't let the like philosophical concepts of whether God is a, is a real entity or not get in the way of what is providing people with a good life to live morally and, and purpose filled and all that. Uh, and maybe I'll get there. I don't know. I just don't spend that much time thinking about religion, to be honest. Um, he said also, what's your favorite tool song? Um, oh, geez. It's like picking your favorite child. Um, Sober is great. Uh, Ticks and Leeches, 46 and 2. Lateralis. Oh, that's a pretty good lineup. Mm. Um, the Brat. Thank you for that, Cesarean Pizza. The Brat says, watch the debates last night. It was nice to see moderates push back on far left policies of Sanders. Warren and so they had a hard time trying to answer back and most times tried to skirt the answers by virtue signaling. Do you have any opinion on this? I did not watch the debate, so I don't. I'm well, going th- to deny it, though. I think it was smart politics by Bullock, Delaney, uh, who else? Tim Ryan kind of tried to push back. Although Tim Ryan was the only guy, they sang the national anthem and I thought, wow, I'm actually doing the national anthem at this thing. I can't believe it. He, everyone had their hand over their heart. He just stood he there. Stood there, yeah. Which, you know, maybe I, I, I'm, I guess maybe I'm very sensitive to that sort of thing in the Kaepernick world where I'm like, you son of a bitch, but this is the one area where I get yes. really authoritarian, put that Do damn it. hand you will be over made your heart to put right your hand now. Over your heart. Yeah. Uh, it was odd, but anyway, they, they all have this strategy to try to, to try to push back on some of these fringe ideas. And I think it was smart. I be, we said at the last, um, during the last debates, why is everyone trying to outleft each other? These these are yeah. clips like the raising of the hand for all illegals get free health care. You think that's not going to be a Donald Trump ad? You think these clips are going to come back to haunt you? Oh, it's so, going to be fantastic. I can't wait for the ads. So good for those guys. Uh, they yeah. it is funny how it within that uh, within that hall they were kind of getting boos or jeers too. Like just the concept that like, okay, maybe we should have public health care, but let's not ban private insurance. Let's yeah. at least let people Boo. choose. Boo. Yeah. We, yeah. We want to be, we want to have everything forced upon us. We want to be, uh, we want to have, um, you know, all these Democrats be our nannies basically and tell us, tell us everything that we have to do and give us our bottle and all that. It was, uh, gross. The, these moderates are not going to win, but they are serving a necessary purpose and good for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, that was our last question. So I guess we can close it out. Okay, let me check up on Streamlabs real quick before we uh, get out of here. And um, gosh, I, people hanging out on DLive still. Thank you guys for uh, for. We're almost at a thousand still on DLive. I don't Seriously? know why why you guys are still here, but of course your loyalty to yeah, the show and to you. the stream is much appreciated. And you can rest assured that I will do everything I can to make sure that Sunday is as uninterrupted as possible and the Wednesday show. But uh, for now, I'm at the mercy of, of YouTube's bullshit, and we'll see if I can get that cleared up. Um, there are a few more. Kevin Kevin is having a fun time over on Streamlabs, and since um, you know, since we're not on YouTube, I guess we don't have to care. Uh, Kevin says it seems like a lot of stories Matt covers involve a certain. <clears throat> It seems like a lot of stories Matt covers involve a certain ethnic group, including the showing of the stream. I wonder when he'll start noticing things. <clears throat> okay. Kevin says, why did Omar say some people did something on 9 <laughs> Okay. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I, like, Kevin, you've out. I just, I can't even create this soundbite, Kevin. 
because it i just you, you've really outdone yourself this time thank you for supporting the show kevin also says in wales it's illegal to have intercourse with anyone who isn't a sheep i don't know if that's true <laughs> Big LC says Matt and I once made love on Streamlabs. I I can't. The people are just trying to test this now because I'm not on YouTube, so they just want the sound bites. Guys, I can't do that. Like, it's got several slurs. Good. <laughs> you guys, I I. Look at how you, flustered you've made, he you've is. You made me speechless. I just I have to say thank you for supporting the show. Uh, and um. And I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'll, I'll get this all sorted out and see what we can do uh, for Sunday. Thank you guys for making it as fun as it could be. We'll, of all course, recap, recap the debate and, uh, and talk about whatever there is to talk about on Sunday, if we're even allowed on YouTube. Um, and, you know, that, that's kind of the story of the show on our YouTube channels is like, what hurdles will we have to navigate next yeah. time? Patreon's gone. Build your own website. YouTube's gone. Go over to DLive. But that's the reality is there are enough people who want this show to happen and who are part of the community. It's going to happen somewhere if all these platforms are just wising up and let us carry on. See you Sunday, maybe. Bye, guys. Still live. Oh. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>